go to the online shop, buy your ski season pass. $249 adults, $99 students, same price all season. $249 adults, $99 students, marketmountain.com, online shop. The Army National Guard is committed to keeping the country safe and our communities secure. Composed of hundreds of thousands of citizen soldiers from all walks of life and in every corner of America, the Guard is always ready to respond to local or national emergencies. The Army National Guard reacts to domestic operations in each of America's 54 states and territories, including Puerto Rico, the Virgin Islands, Guam, and the District of Columbia. Each state National Guard's unique domestic role is to act as the first line of defense in support of civil authorities in their state. The Guard's emergency responses include search and rescue missions for floods, combating wildfires, hurricane and tornado recovery, and the presidential inauguration. The Army National Guard. We are always ready. We are always there. And in every state and territory, we stand guard for our communities. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Michigan Army National Guard. Aired by the Michigan Association of Broadcasters and this station. Get caught up on all the Friday night football action with our Saturday morning coaches show. Wake up with us every Saturday morning at 9, and you'll hear straight from your favorite coaches about last night's game. You'll get the best analysis in town on all the big plays and dramatic finishes. Why wait until Monday when you can tune into the Saturday morning coaches show, kicking off at 9 a.m. only on ESPN UP. Unsettled weather moving back into the region as we wrap up the work week and head into the weekend. Cold temperatures on the way as well. Clear tonight, a low of 46 degrees with southwest winds at 10 to 20 miles an hour. Friday, we'll see a chance of showers with a high temperature of 57 and southwesterly winds at 15 to 30 miles an hour. Friday night, a chance of showers with a low temperature of 35 and northwesterly winds at 10 to 20. Saturday, we'll see a chance of rain mixing with a little bit of light snow with a high temperature of only 37 degrees. Look for gusty northwest winds as well. Sunday, cloudy with a high temperature of 40. On Monday, we'll see plenty of sun with a high temperature of 46. Tuesday, sunshine with a high temperature of 42. Wednesday, lots of sunshine with a high temperature of 44 degrees. And for Thursday, we'll see a blend of clouds and sunshine with high temperatures topping out in the lower 40s. Again, tonight's forecast, clear with a low temperature around 46 degrees. I'm meteorologist Ray Miller on ESPN-UP. Right now, it's 57. One in three adults in America have prediabetes, but most don't know it. To let people know it can be reversed before it becomes type 2 diabetes, professional basketball player Julius Randle is doing everything in reverse. I'm only dunking with reverse windmills. I drove the whole way to practice in reverse. I don't recommend it. This move's called the reverse shuffle. I do recommend it. And it took me months to learn how to speak in reverse, like this. <clears throat> Here's 10 almost for diabetes type 2 with living, then has my mom. In other words, my mom has been living with type 2 diabetes for almost 10 years. So together, we want to say to the 84 million Americans at risk, exercise and healthy eating can help reverse prediabetes. Start by taking a simple one-minute risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. <laughs> Bet he can't say that in reverse. It's time for the Westwood Patriots football pregame show on ESPN-UP. Here's Tanner Hoops. 
Good evening and welcome to Miner Stadium in Nagani, Michigan, home of the Nagani Miners. The site of tonight's Michigan high school football contest between the Westwood Patriots and the Nagani Miners. Alongside Principal Dave Bowes, I'm Tanner Hoops, the play-by-play broadcast on ESPN-UP and the ESPN-UP mobile app. Welcome you inside the booth to sunny Nagani, Michigan. 59 degrees, the temperature right before kickoff. Dave, it feels like week one, but you've got playoff implications, those of week nine. You've got all five Marquette County teams still alive entering week nine looking for playoff berths. Nagani, the home team tonight, is one of those teams. They are on the bubble as it stands right now. Win tonight, and they solidify their spot. If not, they have to wait and hope. How about just uh, this is the biggest opponent that the Patriots have faced since probably going all the way back to uh, Cali Mac mm-hmm. during the course of the year, so uh, just an an upgrade in the uh, opponent we have here uh, have here tonight, or Cali uh, Mac or Ishpring. You know that was right in that stretch for the Patriots, and since that time they've not necessarily really been challenged too much. Uh, you know we had a little some weather challenges in Lawrence, I would call it more than anything. And uh, boy, this uh, Nagani team has really been playing well, and yeah, everybody's still alive. It's an exciting time of football, especially in Marquette County right now. Well, you look at Westwood, six and two on the season, five and one in Westpac Division A, coming off their second uh, forfeit victory of the season. They've won four straight games. Last loss was the last time they were scored upon, week four against Ishpeming, a 44-36 loss at Westwood High School. Since then, forfeit wins over Gogibic and Manistique, along with shutout wins over Hancock, 46 to nothing, and Lotz, 22 to nothing. All in all, Westwood has outscored opponents 196-65 to this season, taking on an Agani team that's trying to rebound after a tough start. Two blowout losses to start the year, Iron Mountain and Calumet. Then a last-second victory over Hancock with a field goal as time expired to win 30-28, to and since then they've looked like a whole different team. They won by forfeit in Week 4 over Manistique, played a good game against Ishpeming in Week 5, but lost 36-26, and since then three straight blowout wins, 40-6 to over Lantz, 50-8 over Gogibic, and 36-16 to over Houghton. So for all of the Nagani struggles early on, they're playing their best football heading into Week 9 when it matters most. Yeah, they're playing their best football, and they've got this thing figured out. We're going to have to put some points on the board tonight. Uh, I don't <laughs> picture this as a defensive struggle uh, any way, shape, or form. Uh, you know, we're going to have to be hitting on all cylinders on the offense, more so than we were uh, last week up in Lance to be able to uh, be in the game here with Nagani tonight. Well, I mentioned Westwood has outscored opponents 196-65. to Nagani putting up similar numbers. 201 points scored this year compared to Westwood's 196. Two teams with just about 400 points scored between the two of them this year. Nagani, though, is allowing 136 points per contest compared to just 65 for Westwood. So we'll look how the Westwood defense can step up tonight and try to slow down the Miners' potent offensive attack. They're a team that'll throw a few different looks at you. Paul Jacobson, his key tonight is to try and uh, dictate what kind of formation Westwood is in defensively, and that all starts with Jason Waterman. He's a big quarterback, a movable quarterback. He's, the offense flows through him. Westwood has to contain him to keep this minor offense under control. Yeah, somebody has to know where Jason Waterman is at all times. And, uh, you know, they can, like you said, they can do so many things. They're such an option offense, uh, literally. You know, they have so many things that they can come out of that. And Nagani has done that as a tradition here, and they do it very, very well. And uh, it's always interesting chess game to try and uh, try and get that stopped. 
Well, and you look at Westwood coming off an extended uh, bye week, should we say, with a forfeit by Gogibic. And Nagani's coming off in a bit of a short week, have a six days rest, what have you, playing on a Thursday. I kind of like this Thursday atmosphere of a high school football <laughs> up here in Michigan. Get the extra day of rest right before the postseason starts. But, you know, honestly, I talked about it on the sports pen earlier today. It's a better game than the Thursday night football game they're putting out today. I'm just not excited about Denver and Arizona. I'm excited about this. Yeah. The only one's excited about Denver and Arizona tonight is Denver. <laughs> Uh, this is rivalry night, and the schools have played each other for years. That dates back to the 1970s. Tonight will be the 43rd meeting between the two schools. The only school that has been an older rival for Westwood is the Ishpeming Hematites. And the proximity of these two schools, the closeness, uh, what have you, it, it certainly makes for an interesting dynamic. They're separated by just six and a half miles, and... You get plenty of fans on both sides, no matter where the game is played. Yeah, and these kids have seen them each other competitively for their whole lives, whether it be, you know, from the time they started Little League uh, Baseball to till now. They've competed on, uh, competed on fields against one another for that amount of time, and there's some friendships across this and some bragging rights for these kids as well, you know. So um, it's always a good rivalry, and this is a story program down here in Nagani and um, whenever you can come out of this stadium with a victory, you've, you've accomplished something because uh, they don't give up victories out of here very easily as well. The 2002 state champions banner proudly hung just underneath the scoreboard. Nagani has controlled the all-time series. 36-6 to is the uh, all-time series record in favor of Nagani. Last year, though, Westwood had the most recent lap, a 30-14 to victory on, on October 20th of last year. Westwood has never beaten Nagani in consecutive seasons. A chance to do that tonight, and you get two really good football teams going at it with a lot on the line. For Westwood, it's about playoff positioning. They know they're going to play in the postseason starting next week, but in all likelihood, you're trying to win to avoid a trip going downstate. Maybe you're playing someone like Traverse City, St. Francis. Nagani's just trying to get in and move themselves off the bubble. Latest postseason projections have Nagani as one of the first five outs, so they're trying to do everything they can to clinch it out right tonight. Yeah, this is uh, even more important for Nagani in terms of uh, continuing their season tonight. And the Patriots, you're always looking for more playoff points uh, to uh, see if you can get this done. Westwood, meanwhile, the latest projections have the Patriots as the three seed in a district that features St. Francis of Traverse City and Calumet. Calumet would be the first-round opponent if the season ended today, according to the latest Michigan High School playoff projections. So a lot to play for tonight. It is rivalry night. We're going to hear from both head coaches on the other side of this bird. Westwood and Paul Jacobson for Nagani. All that more coming up as we roll on with the pregame show right here on ESPN-UP and the ESPN-UP mobile app. Apples are used for a lot of things. Pie, cider, cake, and making friends with your teacher. They're also used to compare things. You know the phrase, apples to apples? Well, at Household Appliance, we want to make one thing clear. Apples to apples, we will match any competitor's price. Same make, same model sort of thing. Every day. Household Appliance, price match guarantee. The area's largest appliance selection, delivery, installation, service after the sale, and hometown pride. We think you'll like us. Come see for yourself. 
I'm Tom Farley from the Bjork and Zalke Funeral Home. The student-athletes in our area are second to none. They spend their days in the classroom preparing for their futures and compete after school in their sports with a high level of talent and effort. Each year, there's a new set of athletes. We watch as they grow and develop and represent their schools and communities. When you see them on the street, let them know you appreciate their efforts. The Bjork and Zalke Funeral Home is standing on the sideline with great admiration for what you do. Join us ensuring in a positive way as we enjoy this high school sports season. The Upper Peninsula is our home because there's nowhere else like it on earth. Our traditions, homes, and properties are truly unique. When it comes to insuring them, Northern Mutual Insurance understands their value. Originally Finnish Mutual, Northern Mutual was formed in Calumet over 125 years ago and is still insuring Uper families from bridge to bridge. Iron Range Agency in Ishpeming is a leading agent for Northern Mutual. Make the change to Iron Range by calling 485-5544 for a quote with Northern Mutual, a company that knows the UP. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Breaking continues on ESPN-UP, the ESPN-UP app. Speaking with Westwood head coach Scott Sergela before his team takes on Nagani. Coach, a lot riding on this game for both teams, for your team, playoff positioning, seeding, what have you. Nagani's just trying to get in. Everybody knows what they're playing for. Tell me how that factors in tonight's contest. Well, I mean, they're, you know, it's, they're going to be pumped up. They're going to be ready to go. Um, it's it's going to be a battle. It really is. It's, uh, and, you know, even if it wasn't, I mean, it's still a, you know, a local rival that, um, you know, that, success obviously over the years and um, you know we're trying to make a name for ourselves as well. Tell me about uh, the proximity between the two schools separated by just six and a half miles what this rivalry means to you. Well you know it's always it's always going to be a a rivalry you know what I mean but obviously over the years Nagani has had the upper hand but uh, um, you know I I would like to think that we're starting to put ourselves on the map a little bit but this is this is how you do it you know if you want respect and I uh, want to be a formidable opponent, uh, you know, and respect from your opponents. You, you, you got to beat teams like this. You got to beat programs like this. They're well coached. Um, they're really big up front. Uh, they have some good backs. Uh, you know, they're 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 going to be tough. Had a they had abbreviated somewhat of a short week with uh, the Thursday game this week. Your team coming off essentially another bye. Tell me, how you guys, use the extra time. Well, at first we didn't quite know because we were playing. We started preparing for Gigibic. We came in on Sunday. We practiced Monday, and then we kind of we it still was wasn't 100% guaranteed. So, uh, you know, we lost a little bit there, but uh, we were able to get a, a couple days uh, practice in for it. And I'll tell you what, it uh, I I, it, I hope it helps. You know, I hope it shows tonight that. Uh, you know, we had an extra day or two practice for them, but um, you know, because we need it, they uh, they they do a lot of things offensively. They're they're somewhat similar to us, to where they're going to try to out formation you and, and uh, you know try to get on matchups that they feel they can exploit and things like that. So uh, we got to be prepared for everything tonight. So we'll see what happens. So uh, Troy Anderson in uniform, is he ready to go tonight? He is. He's uh, you know Troy's a senior for us. He's a great kid and. You know, he's finally going to be out on the football field and playing football, a game that he loves. And, it, uh, you know, his brother Eric's here. And, and uh, you know, it. Um, it uh, so hopefully we'll get him out there and, and uh, get some playing time for him. I'm, I'm happy that Troy's back. we got Dylan Beebe back too. And, 
So this is this is who we are. We're 22 strong right now, and and uh, we'll go from there. Coach, tell me about Nagani. What do they like to do on the offensive side of the ball? Well, it, first of all, it starts with their quarterback. Um, you know, he's uh, Jason Waterman. He's a good athlete. He's a headsy kid. He's a smart kid. Uh, very athletic. He's a little bit bigger. He's six feet, 180 pounds. Uh, good runner. Good thrower. Good pocket passer. Um, they have a really good backfield, and they got some really good receivers. Uh, you know, everybody talks about um, you, you know Duchesne for them, but uh, you know they have some other receivers too that I found out that you know just from watching them and scouting them that that we're going to have to be worried about. So they can spread the ball around. Of course, uh, under center they're an option team, and um, you know uh, very similar to us in that fashion. We you know we like to run the option too, and but they'll uh, they're doing some similar stuff that we've done uh, going with our. Uh, you know, our kind of a people call it the wildcat and things like that. So I'm trying to one, run Waterman. So we're going to have to be prepared for a lot of different things. Defensively, you can draw a lot of comparisons between your squad and theirs. Tell me what you see about them on that side of the ball. They're big. They're physical. Um, you know, they want to. They'll go into their 40, but they'll also run a 50 defense as well. Um, you know, when we're in our double tight stuff, it, very, very similar to what we do. Uh, you know, and they're well coached and they do it well. Coach, as always, appreciate the time. Best of luck. We'll talk afterwards. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. Scott Sergela, head coach at Westwood High School. More after this on the pregame show on ESPN-UP. Eagle Mine is a proud supporter of local high school sports. At Eagle, safety is our number one priority for our employees and our community, and especially for our children. With school back in session, that means sharing the road with school buses. Be alert and ready to stop when you see a school bus when overhead lights or warning lights are flashing. Let's all do our part to protect our children by keeping them safe. This message is brought to you by Eagle Mind. You don't just want your bank to be a place where you park your money. You want it to be your partner in putting your money to work for you. At MBank, we believe in the power of exceptional banking products and services delivered by friendly, experienced people. Community-focused, client-driven. That's our commitment to you. It's about supporting our communities. It's about empowering our clients to make sound financial decisions. It's about being your financial partner. Make the move to MBank today. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Dave's Collision in Ishpeming specializes in scratch and dent repair as well as other major collision repairs, including metalwork, painting, and collision-related mechanical work. Dave's uses quality Exalta paint to ensure a clean, shiny, color match finish. With over 26 years of experience, Dave, with the help of his qualified staff, has the knowledge to restore your vehicle to pre-accident condition. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Call 485-1211. That's 485-1211. You're listening to the Westwood Patriots pregame show on ESPN-UP. Pre-game continues on ESPN-UP, the ESPN-UP app. Speak with Miners head coach Paul Jacobson before his team takes on Westwood. Coach, they're playing for playoff positioning, trying to avoid going downstate in the first round. You're playing to get in. Everybody knows what's on the line tonight. Tell me how that affects the game. You know, bottom line, it's Westwood, Westwood Nagani, you know, and uh, it's a great opportunity for two teams. You know, we get a 6-2 and two and a 5-3, and three, and you got two very good teams that, you know, are very familiar with each other. And uh, great opportunity, great, beautiful night here tonight, and that's what it's all about. It's why you coach uh, for opportunities like this for your team and, and, and your staff. So we're uh, we're excited to, to, to be a part of this tonight. You mentioned the weather, probably pretty good we're playing tonight. I'm guessing this won't hold over till tomorrow, but you're playing a rivalry game, two schools separated by less than 10 miles. You've had Westwood's number for the most part of the last few years. How do you keep that going tonight? Well, you know, they're, they're, they're a good football team. We have to make sure we're disciplined on both sides of the ball uh, and execute. I mean, bottom line is you can't give uh, 
you know, good teams like this that many opportunities. So we got to limit their opportunities and uh, make the make the most of ours. You're coming off a little bit of a short week with a Thursday game after a Friday. They are coming off essentially a bye week. Tell me how that factors in tonight. Well, you know, it depends on how you look at it, I guess, you know. Uh, I know Coach Sergio, he's going to be well prepared and probably watch every one of our games uh, multiple times. So, uh, you know, a short week you really makes you refine things real, real tight uh, in a real quick fashion. So, you know, I don't know. Uh, you can ask me. i probably question tomorrow morning. I'll have a better answer for you. Tell me uh, what you know about Westwood. What they'll do offensively? Well, they're good. They're gonna, uh, they, you know, they're gonna attack your bubbles, whether it's inside, outside. Uh, you know, between Bergman and uh, uh, Beckman, you know, they're a good combination in the backfield. Uh, Beck throws a pretty good ball, I think. And we watched him. I was his third year watching him. Uh, a lot of these guys, you know, I remember when they came up as sophomores. You know, real similar to we bit we were uh, last year with seven sophomores. So uh, we watch this team uh, from Westwood grow and develop, just as we have our own. So. Um, you know they're they're good. They're, you know they're they're senior laden right now, and um, they execute very well on both sides of the ball. Defensively, what scheme will they throw at you? Well, we like we like we think we we can kind of dictate what formation they're gonna, or what defense they're going to be in by what we're information wise. So uh, you're going to see anywhere from four to five man fronts. Uh, you know uh, a lot of man coverage across the board, and you know like I said we'll see what happens, and hopefully we can be able to dictate what they're in. Coach, biggest keys to the game tonight. Again, we got to execute both sides of the ball. You know, we have to limit their opportunities uh, and make the most of ours. You know, which means ball control, uh, which means uh, you know taking care of the ball when we do have it, and uh, and, and and making sure that we we put them in third long situations and try to get them off the field. Coach, thanks for the time. Best of luck tonight. All right, thank you much. That's Paul Jacobson, head coach of Nagani. More after this on the pregame show at ESPN UP. Changes they happen. Here at First Bank, we'll help you through those changes. New home, new job, newly retired, we have the accounts and services that fit. Sure, we have today's technology, but we also have face-to-face individual local care you won't find everywhere. Our goal is simple, to help our customers. Isn't it the right time to make First Bank your bank? We have what you're looking for. Find a location near you. Marquette Ishpeming, first-bank.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Super One Foods in Nagani and Marquette welcome the home stretch of high school football with these deals. Black Angus semi-boneless New York strip steaks for $5.95 a pound. Fryer thighs or drumsticks, a family pack for 77 cents a pound. Kemp's gallon chocolate milk, $2.49 with coupon. Old Dutch family pack potato chips, 90 10 ounces. Buy one, get one free with coupon. And Hills Brothers Coffee, 24 to 26 ounces, $5.45 with coupon. These prices are good through October 20th at your local Super One stores in Nagani and Marquette. Low prices, better choices right in your neighborhood. Super One Foods. Here's what your friends and neighbors are saying about active physical therapy. This is Mike Kosky with Congress Pizzas. After being diagnosed with a herniated lower disc, I was given the option of either surgery or therapy. I chose active physical therapy because of Scotty Corkin. My experience with active physical therapy is extremely positive. Scott set me up with a program that I could do at home. After one month, I was back on my feet doing my daily activities. Get active, be active, stay active with active physical therapy. For more information visit stayactiveup.com you're tuned to westwood patriots football on espn up welcome back to nagani tanner hoops dave bows on the call glad that you're with us this evening the 43rd edition of the westwood nagani football rivalry and a gorgeous night for it once again 59 degrees the temperature just before kickoff we inch closer to it 
as the sun starts to set. A beautiful evening and a packed house. We know the proximity is uh, going to make it very easy for opponents to come and be on the away side of things, but it's going to get to be standing room only here in maybe just a couple of minutes. I mean, this place is filling up. Filling up good crowd here tonight. Looking forward to a good good contest. A little family night, it looks like, here for uh, Nagani Myers. This is going to take us into kickoff, I think, a little bit tonight. Um, but it's nice to see they uh, have all their families lined up, all their cheerleaders, all the football players for the team. Good numbers on their uh, varsity football team. You can see that, uh, Tanner, for sure. Well, the two school campuses are six and a half miles away from each other. It creates a great atmosphere for not only a football rivalry, but a rivalry that transcends all sports. Tell me a little about what the Westwood-Nagani rivalry in athletics means to the UP. Well, when you know I, I, when Nagani's coming to town or we're coming here, you know there's going to be a good contest. and be just like tonight. It's usually over something. There's usually something on the line other than just bragging rights. Uh, you know, the stands are going to be packed, and that goes for whether it's a basketball game, a football game, a track meet, a cross-country meet. You know, Nagani is always going to field a solid group uh, for you to compete against, though. And, uh, you know, and things like that, uh, it, it makes, your whole, makes your whole league better when you have those opponents that you can count on. Um, staff and administration down here does a really nice, a really nice job, class act, uh, how they treat you when you come to town. And, uh, we try to certainly reciprocate that. And that's, uh, some of the things that makes, makes your league and your conference, uh, you know, better than others. Well, and these guys grew up with each other. You got to assume there's a lot of friendships, um, maybe a few family ties between the players on each side of the field. And it just adds a little bit to it. I mean, it's a rivalry, but there's a lot of respect between the two schools. They co-op for hockey, things like that. So while there's a rivalry there, there's certainly a lot of respect between Westwood and Academy. And a lot of great athletes coming out of just the whole area. And you can, you know, throw the sandwich meat in the middle of that with uh, Ishmael mm -hmm. there as well. You know, that's, that's three districts that are within those six miles. And that has always created a... A great rivalry system. It's one of the been one of the nicest things of having three schools in that area, and the identity to those communities um, is important when these people are at work and uh, anything like that. And they're still poking at each other at work 20 years later, you know, and a, and a lot of that. And uh, you know, it's been nice to see. Well, uh, we will have coverage of the ALCS. We'll join that in progress once we sign off tonight. Game five down in Houston. Like Boston in that game? You think they do it? Punch their ticket to the World Series? You know, I think, uh, you know, they don't look on paper like they're going to be as uh, tough as they are, but are they ever playing good mm -hmm. baseball right now? Absolutely. So I think that's exciting. I think everyone likes to see that in any kind of sporting event. You always want to, there's a little bit of cheering for the underdog there, you know, and uh, yeah, I think it makes it exciting. And if only the Brewers can do something. <laughs> <laughs> We're hoping that they can turn it around. We'll have them on here tomorrow night for game six of the NLCS. And game seven, if necessary, can be heard here on ESPN-UP and app on Saturday night. I am picking Houston to send this one back to Boston, though. With the struggles David Price has had, as good as Verlander is, I'm picking Houston tonight. Who knows? We are playing on a Thursday, so that's something to get used to in itself is we got to go to work tomorrow. You've got, <laughs> you've got school, I've got the station, and uh, yeah, it's not, it's not celebration time here quite tonight. Yeah, exactly. For Nagani, they uh, can punch their ticket to the postseason tonight and school night or not. 
they will be celebrating if they can do so. It would come at the expense of the Westwood Patriots, 6-2. and two. Agani, once again, 5-3. and three. Six wins qualifies you for the playoffs in the state of Michigan. Five, and you can get in as an at-large team. But Nagani trying to get themselves off the bubble. We find out Sunday night. Sunday night is a statewide selection show, and the playoff pairings, who's in, who's out, will be revealed. Let's take a look at the Westpac standings while we have a moment in Division A. Calumet on top. They've clinched at least a share. Team in Division 6, they are 6-0 and in Division play. Then you have Westwood 5-1. and Iron Mountain and Nagani are both 4-2. and Iron Mountain has the head-to-head tiebreaker. Nagani with a chance to move into second place in head-to-head criteria with a victory tonight. Hancock and Lance are both 2-4. and four. Houghton's 1-5, and then Gogibic is 0-6. Oh they are forfeiting this week. Over in Division B, Ishpeming has clinched the conference at 6-0. and They are the fifth-ranked team in Division 7. Then you have West Iron County, 5-1. and one. They're receiving votes in Division 7, the top team uh, that's receiving votes, not in the top 10 rankings. Gwynn and Norway, both 4-2. Gwynn won that game a couple of weeks ago. Munising is 3-3. Three three. Bark River, Harris, Lakeland, and Hubble are both 1-5. And, and Manistique is 0-6. They will forfeit their final game officially tomorrow. Looking around the rest of the Westpac games this week, you have Calumet taking on Lance, Hancock, and Houghton. Iron Mountain will beat Gogibic by forfeit. Gwynn is taking on Munising tomorrow night. The Model Towners in the same boat as Nagani trying to get a conference win and get off the bubble. Mark River Harris takes on Ishpeming. That game is tonight. West Iron County has Norway and Lakeland and Hubble will beat Manistique via the forfeit. We talked about it earlier, Dave. Everybody in Marquette County still alive as far as getting to the postseason. Pretty fun that you've got all five uh, schools. We know two of them are already on their way through. Nagani can do it tonight. Gwynn can do it tomorrow. Marquette, maybe with a little help, they can win tomorrow and hopefully get in as a bubble team. But pretty good football over here in Marquette County. Good times with the gridiron. You know, we usually have uh, several teams that are active. Going back to, uh, you know, the mid-pen conference, there's always four or five teams out of the mid-pen that were always uh, in the playoff hunt. But, uh, a little bit different setup this year, but I don't know that everyone in Marquette County has still been alive. That hasn't happened very often um, in, in my tenure up at Weston, I'll tell you that. We'll take our last time out. We'll come back, and we'll have kickoff here on ESPN-UP in the ESPN-UP app. From the days of lumbermen coming out of the woods twice a year to buy clothing and supplies at Wilderness Sports to now, you'll get what you'll need to cheer on your favorite teams. Patriots, Hematites, Miners, Model Towners, and Redmond fans will all find spirit gear to look the part from the stands or on the sidelines. Wilderness Sports will let you touch and feel the items, and if you want something custom ordered, they can do that for you too. Wilderness Sports, downtown Ishpeming. There are some real advantages to buying a used vehicle. Someone else took the hit on the depreciation, so the value of that car to you is now a fair price. Well, Peninsula Glass and Auto looks for the kind of vehicle that they can stand behind. They're completely inspected and clean. The new car smell is gone from some of them, but you know that you're getting a car that will work for you. Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales has a lot full of vehicles that might be perfect for you. Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales, US 41, Ishpeming. Here at True North Federal Credit Union, we want to teach kids how to save responsibly right from the get-go. That's why we offer the Kirby Kangaroo Club to ages 0 through 12. The Kirby Kangaroo Club teaches kids how to save responsibly by offering them a punch for every $5 deposited into their account. They can then redeem those punches for fabulous prizes. We also offer the Claim Your Youth Program to ages 13 through 17. The Claim Your Youth Program teaches teens how to save responsibly by offering prizes for net deposits into their account. 
It's all available at True North Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. ESPNUP.com just got a makeover. Get on the web and check out the new look of our website. It's now easier than ever to see the latest local sports news. Catch up on episodes of the Sports Pen and listen to past Westwood Patriot games. See it for yourself at ESPNUP.com. Your new and improved source for all things UP sports. It's time for kickoff on your home for Westwood Patriots football. ESPN-UP, WZAM, Ishpeming Marquette. Time here at Nagani Danner Hoops. Dave Bowes on the call for ESPN-UP and the ESPN-UP mobile app. Westwood Nagani, the 43rd chapter of the storied rivalry, a lopsided one at that, with Nagani having won 36 of the previous 42 meetings, but Westwood looking to turn the tide. Scott Sergilette going through a culture change here at Westwood High School, and he can do so with the first ever consecutive season victories over this Nagani Miners team. It's something Westwood's never done before, but after last year's 16-point win, they can do it for the first time here tonight. We have the seniors being introduced here at Nagani High School. It is their final home game in their career. And, again, this is a storied uh, program right here. And, you know, they take a lot of pride in the football program over here, being a part of it and wearing that Nagani uniform. So a bittersweet moment for them. They would love nothing more than to punch their ticket to the playoffs in their final game at Minor Stadium, especially if they can do it at the expense of Westwood. Yeah, and they're going to have to play uh, good ball here tonight, uh, based on what we've seen out of the out of the West team as well. Let's not forget the challenge that is ahead of Nagani here tonight. Um, you know, the Patriots play pretty good football. They got some talented kids, and many of them have been on varsity for three years, and uh, that's what Scott Scherzer is going to be a lot relying on here tonight. But I think. Uh, you know, we're going to find out early how the lines match up uh, against each other, and I think that's going to tell the tale, as it so often does in a high school football game or a game at any level. You know, can, can one line handle the other? Westwood has won the coin toss, and they elect to receive. Nagani chooses to defend the south end zone. The Miners are donned in their Navy uniforms with athletic gold numerals outlined in white to go along with gold trousers and matching helmets. The Patriots with the red, white, and blue. The white road jerseys with red numerals and the Navy blue trousers supplemented by the red helmet. Well, we are ready for football. Hope you are, too. Eric Salonen has the ball teed up, ready to kick it away, going from our left to right on your radio dial. Twelve minutes on the clock, and we're just about ready for kickoff. Week nine of the Michigan high school football season. Thursday night, football, we're underway. A low line drive kick, and one hops Eric Anderson and finds his way into the hands of uh, Jacob Adriano, and he tries busting to the right side. He's dragged down as he gets near the 30, and it will be first and ten for Westwood. Here's how the Patriot offense looks to start out. Nathan Beckman, the quarterback. Ashton Bergman in the backfield as the tailback. Taylor Delangelo and Jad Pullman, the wideouts. Eric Anderson and Jacob Adriano, the tight ends. And the Patriot moving crew up front. The tackles, Blake Hewitt and Sam Gillis. Hayden Mann, Jackson Vindland, the guards. The center is Matt Pavo. Scott Sergela, his fourth year as head coach. Brad Wilgenin, Mitch Messing, Bobby Zolke, Scott Mann, and Seth Tackman, the assistant coaches. First play from scrimmage and end around to Taylor Delangelo, and he dives forward past the 30, gain of about two, and it brings up second and eight. They got a nice spot. That was almost a game out of four. Pretty generous spot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
but it didn't look like it to wow. us from here. Well, maybe three. Maybe three. I don't we'll call it three. Yeah, we'll, we'll give, call it three. We'll give Taylor the benefit <laughs> of the it, doubt. But it didn't look like that to us up here. Wow. So it brings up second down, and we'll call it seven. One wide, two wide on the play for Westwood. Shotgun formation. Beckman with Bergman a step to his right. Takes a snap from Pavo. QB option. He's running to the outside. He's chopped up near the line of scrimmage and dives forward for about a gain of one. And it brings up third down and six. It's not third and long, but it's third and manageable. Paul Jacobson said the key tonight is getting Westwood in those third and long situations, especially considering the last four games, Westwood has completed just two passes. Got a forceman passing situations. Paul Jacobson, the head coach for Nagani, he's assisted by Kevin Jacobson, Jeff Nemi, Dan Waterman, and Tyler Thomas. We'll look at their defensive starters in a moment. Third down and six. One wide on the play, lines up to the far side. It's Delangelo. Pistol formation. Beckman takes a snap, dropping back to pass. He's blitzed, fires off balance. It's caught. It's a first down, Ashton Bergman, and he's dragged down near midfield. No, he is no not. he's still on no, his feet. He, is not. he rolled off an offender, stood <laughs> on his feet, and he's off to the races for the touchdown. He rolled off a defender as he was going down. Boy, and, and then Keegan Irva had a shot at him, and he ran him over. Oh, my gosh. Ashton Bergman, are you kidding me? A minute 47 seconds into the ball game. I don't know who he rolled over top of. He was on his way down. He rolled off the top of a Navy jersey, never touched the ground, and he rumbles 68 yards into the end zone off the hookup from Beckman. What a play. Boy, the Nagani Miners had good pressure. Nathan Beckman had to roll out to that right side, but he's so dangerous when he does that because he's such a threat to run the ball as well. I think that held some of the coverage, and he was able to he was able to connect. Shotgun formation for Beckman. Bergman a step to his right. Design QB run. Cutting up between the oh, tackles. Standing. He's in. Nathan Beckman untouched. In for the two. Boy, not with the Nagani Miners. Not how they wanted oh. to start this. But three plays into this game. Couldn't have asked for much better of a start if you're Westwood. A 68-yard touchdown pass to the running back Bergman. On third down and six, Westwood has an eight-nothing lead, just a minute forty-seven into this ball game. What a great play by Ashton Bergman! And he did what you are supposed to do: is play through the whistle. It looked like he was going down. I, it looked like he rolled off of a blue jersey, yeah, I, never I, hit the ground. Yeah, I think they, I think even Nagani kind of stopped there mm-hmm. a little bit. And uh, boy, poor Keegan Irva, <laughs> he he realized there was game still on, but was not. Uh, in the right position, it came in a little high on the big fullback, and uh, he paid the price for that. So just like that, Westwood has an early 8 nothing lead as they jump out early on the Nagani football team. Well, here the two special team units come on, and Nagani is desperately looking for an answer. Dangerous quarterback Jason Waterman. He makes the offense flow through him, and Westwood will have their hands full defensively tonight. And you know you've got uh, back to receive uh, along with uh, Sakura is the very dangerous Drew Duchesne who can take it to the house at any game in low, this place. Low line drive kick. That's a live ball. Nagani trouble fielding it. They get on top of it. Now hammering it by Garrett Mann on special teams right around the 40, make that 30-yard line. 
On the return, it was Jake Sikora. By the way, that was a different kicker than normal. That time, Jacob Adriano did the kickoff duties rather than Eric Anderson. So here's the Nagani offense, quarterbacked by Jason Waterman. Two in the backfield. Eric Elamaki is the running back. Peyton Anderson, the fullback. One wide out. That's Keegan Irva. Two tight ends, Theo Campula and Anders Sorensen. We'll get the offensive line after this. Man in motion, that's Sorensen, and the tight end lines up in the backfield with Waterman in the shotgun. Now a couple other men in motion. Waterman, hard count, takes a snap, handoff, Drew Duchesne on the end around. He's got a block, he's got room, he has a first down as he gets to midfield before finally being dragged down. Yeah, I think they were. They did just what Coach Jacobson wanted. They had trouble with their defensive formation there. The offensive line for Nagani, the left tackle, Bryce Jarvie. Left guard, Colin Remelong, the center, Braden Velmer. Logan Shador is the right guard and the right tackle, Logan Helpy. So first down and 10. Ball spotted at the 43. Waterman from the shotgun again. One wide on the play, lines up to the near side. Waterman on the hard count, takes a snap. He hands off to Sorensen, who dives forward, and he gains maybe one on the play, just shy of the 45. And it brings up second and nine. Here's the Westwood defense in that 4-4 scheme. The bookends, Sam Gillis and Hayden Mann. Blake Hewitt, Jackson Vidlin are the tackles. The inside linebackers, Ashton Bergman, Garrett Mann, center Jacob Adriano and Eric Anderson. Taylor Delangelo and Jad Pullman are the corners. Nathan Beckman plays safety. Second down and nine, ball just shy of the 45-yard line. 8-0 Westwood here in the early going. 9-10 left to play first quarter. Pistol formation for Waterman. He takes a snap. He hands off. Campula running to the outside. Check that. It's Irva on the end around. And he dives forward past the 45 for a short game. Brings up third and seven. So a little bit of trickery on the end for Nagani. And they're getting creative with their playbook. Waterman, good size for a quarterback. Six foot, 180. Yeah, good speed as well. Brings in the play call from the sideline. Third down and a long six. One wide to the near side. That's Duchesne. One wing. He lines up to the left. Shot formation. Looking right all the way. Fires got a man. It's caught near the first down marker. Spot appears that he has it. Tackle made by Jacob Adriano, but the catch for Duchesne good enough to move the sticks. So they're into Westwood territory, down to the 45-yard line. Nice completion by Waterman. He was looking right the entire time, and they just reared back and challenged the corner on that side. Duchesne beats him one-on-one. 8-10 left to play, clock rolling quarter number one, 8-0 Westwood. Waterman working under center. A two-man backfield, man in motion, Campula, the wing lining up to the left. Edlamaki, the deep back, he gets the carry, and he is strapped down in the backfield. Adriano, the linebacker, gets off of his block. The fullback, Anderson, was assigned to him, and Adriano just shrugs him out of the way and gets his man for the tackle for a loss. Well, with some of the strength of Adriano, with a guy on him, he just reached that hand out and pulled him to the ground. A loss of one. Brings up second down at 11. Seven and a half minutes to go, quarter number one. Still 8-0 Westwood. A 68-yard touchdown pass to Ashton Bergman. Shotgun formation for Waterman. He's spreading the field. He's got three wide on this play. 
Takes a snap, looking right, firing left. It's complete to Irva, and he dives forward, and he's hit right near the original line of scrimmage. How about Sam Gillis from his end position, recognizing that screen-like play and heading out there and just devastating Irva. That's a defensive end covering a wideout. It's a gain of one on the quick slant, brings up third down and ten. Boy, Irva is a tough kid. He has taken two big hits and popped up both times already tonight. Not a big guy either. Listed at 5'9", 150. 6.41 left to play quarter number one. We're moving right along here in Nagani. Beautiful night for football. 59 degrees at kickoff. Third down and 10. Westwood showing blitz. High snap. Waterman pulls it down. Design QB run to the right side. Looking for daylight. Has none. He's run out of bounds by Adriano. Well, Adriano having a good night all over the field, showing good speed, and Adriano has some good size as well. Gain of about two, and it brings up fourth down and eight. And no indication of sending the punt unit on for Paul Jacobs, and he may be thinking about going for it from inside Westwood territory. Yeah, I think when you've got Waterman and his ability to chuck the pill around like that, I think you're going to want to try and get somebody into some open space and see if, see if Waterman can just muscle the ball in there. Ball spotted at the 38-yard line. The offense on the field. Waterman from the shotgun. One out wide. That's Duchesne to the near side. He's back to pass. Pump fakes. Puts up a deep ball right side for Duchesne. Incomplete and no flag on the play. Well defended by Pullman. Pullman running with the speedster right down the line. And we, you know, Pullman's got some good speed himself. He's also a track athlete. There was a little bit of contact there, but the official says Pullman was making a play on the ball. And a no call on the play, and it is a turnover on downs. So the Westwood offense retakes the field. 6-19 to play, quarter number one, 8-0 Patriots. Ball is just beyond midfield. You know, the Miners did a pretty good job of stuffing the run there. It was actually that little pass Mm -hmm. that, you know, with his his abilities that uh, Ashton Bergman was able to turn into the score here. So One out wide on the play. Rides up to the far side. Beckman back to pass. He looks. He fires on the right side. It's overthrown. Intended for his tight end, Adriano. Good coverage by Waterman on that. He forced that pass to be a little higher than it needed to be. I'm not sure that was an overthrow on Beckman's part in the traditional sense. I think he was just trying to place it where only Adriano could get a play or get, get a beat on the ball. Let's look at the Nagani defense. We failed to do that in their first series. The bookends are Anders Sorensen and Alex Zampezi in that 4-4 scheme. Colin Rebelong, Travis Elledge, the defensive tackles. Inside linebackers, Theo Campula, Peyton Anderson. They center Eric Edlamaki and Theo Campula. Uh, also, check that. That's Alex Munson, the other outside linebacker. Duchesne and Irva, the corners. Jason Waterman is the safety. Beckman. Turns, fakes the handoff, QB run, he's got room to the outside, he has a first down across midfield and is finally tripped up by Irva. Just such a such a threat, you got to respect him throwing the ball and you got to respect his ability to just turn it upfield and pick him up and put him down. Good speed by Nathan Beckman, good burst. The first down and 10 into Nagani territory, official spot is the 42. Paul Jacobson told us in the pregame he wanted his defense to dictate what formation Westwood comes out in offensively. And right now it is all Scott Sergela pulling the strings right now. He's doing just looks off balance defensively. First down and 10, one out wide. He's to the far side of the field. 
Two-man backfield for Beckman, and we have a whistle before the play. And the timeout is called. Timeout, Westwood. Westwood takes it. Ball at the 42 with 5.46 to play in quarter number one. 8-0, the Patriots on top. ESPN-UP, the ESPN-UP mobile app. We thank you for joining us this evening. Some of our fine sponsors bringing you Westwood Patriot football, not only tonight, but all season long. Art Van Furniture, Iron Rage Agency, and Bjork and Zolke Funeral Homes. Art Van Furniture, Bjork and Zolke, and Iron Range Agency. Thank you for your support of Westwood Patriot Athletics, Eagle Mine Safety, M-Bank, and Dave's Collision, all proud supporters of Westwood High School, Eagle Mine Safety, M-Bank, and Dave's Collision. Well, it is Thursday night football here in Nagani. We have got the Friday, we would normally say kickoff coaches show on ESPN <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow. And then we've got we've got all three, uh, well, we've got three of our five teams playing tonight. They've already kicked off before we have the kickoff coaches show. So uh, we'll have the coaches show nonetheless. It'll be a recap for these two coaches along with Jeff Olson at Ishpeming. And then the Saturday morning coaches show coming up then as well. We've got football here tonight in Nagani. Glad that you're with us. ALCS coverage to follow once we sign off. Shotgun formation, one out wide to the near side. That's Zach Nemi. Beckman takes a snap, and he hands off to Delangelo running up the middle. He dives forward for two to the 40-yard line, and it brings up second and eight. It's good having Taylor Delangelo back. Missed him for a while with a hip flexor. Does so much for this team. A versatile part of the offense. He can play wide out, can play running back, can play quarterback if he needs to. Yeah, it's a pretty safe play so far for Delangelo. Just get him back into the feel of the game, and I think that's what uh, Coach Sergio is certainly doing. Beckman brings in the play call from the sideline. One out wide in the play. Delangelo, he's to the near side of the field. Shotgun formation for Beckman. Bergman a step to his right. The tight end. Adriano lines up to the near side of the field. Design QB run. He has room and a first down for Beckman as he crosses the 30-yard line. And right now, no answer for number 10 in white. Now, I'll tell you what, the the line of the Patriots is just doing the job. I watched specifically on that play, and uh, you can just see the surge. You can see those boys getting across the line. Vidland, Pavel, uh, you know, certainly doing their job in the middle along with Hewitt and Gillis and... Uh, you know, man, they're they're pushing the, they're pushing the miners back right now. The Patriot moving crew has been the staple for this team in the second half of the season, and they do it with just two players weighing in at over 200 pounds. Shotgun formation, Bergman to the, the right of Beckman, who takes a snap and he goes up the middle, cuts forward near the 35, and is dragged down after a short game. 4:20 left to play here in quarter number one. Westwood moving the football, knocking on the door. All spotted right at the 25. Westwood leading 8-0 as we hit the four-minute mark in quarter number one. Tanner Hoops, Dave Bowes on the call for ESPN-UP in the ESPN-UP app. Final week of the regular season here in Michigan. Playoffs start next week. We know Westwood is going. Nagani can secure a spot with a win tonight. Shotgun formation for Beckman. One wide on the play, and now we get a whistle. Timeout. And timeout called once again by Westwood, their second of this series. Boy, <laughs> Coach Churchill's not, I don't think he's too happy with the formation that we were trying to uh, get into there. There was a lot of movement, and uh, 
I think he felt like I covered this in the last time. Oh, boys. <laughs> there was movement on the offensive yeah, line. There was a little bit of confusion there as to who was going where. And it wasn't who it was supposed to be. It was one of the <laughs> offensive linemen that was moving, one of the tackles, Blake Hewitt. Yeah. Sure he knew which side he was supposed to be on for that particular play. Westwood 6-2, and two, trying to head into the postseason with seven wins. Latest playoff projections have the Patriots visiting Calumet next weekend, either Friday or Saturday in the first round. You know they'd love another shot at the Copper Kings after a 14-12 loss in week three. That's a ranked team in Division Six. Yeah, and that's a that's a game that we uh, we definitely wish we we had back. And uh, you know that was also a game where I think Nathan Beckman's ankle was the worst it was. But uh, I was a tough team to play, Calumet, uh, especially good, great coaching up there. John Crows does a nice job with those boys. But I know that Westwood wants another shot at Calumet. Patriots back on the field following the timeout. One out wide in the plane. That's Delangelo to the far side. Wingback on this play, Garrett Mann, a sophomore in the ballgame, lines up to the near side. Shotgun formation for Beckman. Design QB run up the middle. Dives forward near the 20. Looks to be just short, and it brings up third down at about one. Three and a half minutes to go, quarter number one. Westwood leading 8 nothing. scored three plays into this ballgame. A 68-yard touchdown pass from Beckman to Bergman. It was designed to be a little screen to get enough for the first down. It was. And then a poor job of tackling on Nagani's part. It looked like Beckman landed on top of a minor player and just bounced back up, never touched the ground. And he scampered into the end zone. One wide on the play, that's Garrett Mann, who's lined up to the far side. I-formation, handoff, oh, Bergman, counter, he dives yeah. forward for the first down. Nice little counter just to get that, uh, just to take him off guard there and get that, secure that first down. That was a nice play call. All the flow was going to the left, just that quick little counter back to the right off the right guard, and uh, you just got to flop yourself forward. You only need three feet, so. Chad Pullman, junior wideout, subs in for man. Quarter number one, Westwood moving the football, first and 10 to the Nagani 17. Bowman, the lone wideout on the play, lines up to the far side of the field. Double tight end set, Anderson near side, Adriano far side. Here's a quick counter to Bergman. He's running oh. off tackle, and he's got room. It looks like another first down inside the 10. Boy, Bergman is running hard tonight. He has been difficult for the Miners to take down. Looks like he's down at about the four-yard line with that run. I'll bring up first and goal. Officially 13 yards on the run. First down and goal at the four. Westwood knocking on the door once again. Well, they have just been explosive offensively, done everything they needed to to start this game. Pullman, the lone wideout. He's to the far side of the field. I-formation, two-man backfield, double tight end set. Beckman, quarterback keeper, running for the right side there into the is. end zone touchdown. Yeah. They had so much play with uh, that fake handoff to Bergman right there. The Miners had to respect that so much with that short yardage situation. They had to they had to lean off, and when you got an athlete like Nathan Beckman, he just races you around the corner then. A 58-yard touchdown drive that results in a four-yard QB keeper. Beckman in for the score with 2.05 to play in the opening quarter. 14-0 Westwood. Point after try pending. 
Beckman brings in the play call from the sideline. Bowman, the lone wideout in the play. I formation, Bergman lining up as the fullback. The deep back is Delangelo. Tight end Adriano in motion. It's a pitch to Delangelo, looking to get to the outside, cutting back up the middle of the field, diving for the end zone. He's in. Well, it's kind of a late call, eh? <laughs> I didn't see him go up with his hands right away. And Westwood has a two-score lead, 16-0 with 2.05 to play in the opening quarter. They could not ask for much better of a start if you're Westwood. Scoring on both your opening drives, you force Nagani to go to a turnover. Everything's rolling the way of the Patriots right now. They look like they have no rust after essentially a bye week. No, and that's uh, that's huge for the Patriots right now. Get that confidence back with two big scores and the extra points to, to push it out to 16-0. to zero. Um, You know, i got to think we're going to see Nagani open this up a little bit, and we're going to see a little bit more of... Uh, a little bit more of the speed that they have and a little bit more of uh, Jason Waterman's arm. Some of our fine sponsors for Westwood Patriot Athletics and this broadcast brought to you in part by First Bank, Super One Foods, and Active Physical Therapy. First Bank, Super One Foods, and Active Physical Therapy. Thank you for your support of Westwood Patriot Athletics on ESPN-UP. Also, Wilderness Sports, Peninsula Glass and Auto, and True North Federal Credit Union. All of those fine sponsors of Patriot Athletics on ESPN-UP. Wilderness Sports, Peninsula Glass and Auto, and True North Credit Union. Well, it may be too early to say this is a possession in which Nagati must score, but it certainly feels that way. I think at least uh, they need to have a lengthy possession here is what... Uh, is what the miners, of course, uh, scoring would be would be great. But they got to possess the ball here for a little while. A low oh, line drive oh, kick. That's, that's trouble. It's loose on Patriot the field, ball. and Westwood's got it. A low line drive kick, and it took a weird hop off the first Nagani line of defense, and the Patriots are on it right at midfield. Yeah, they get squirted through a couple of Patriot hands even, and I think Hayden Mann ended up with the recovery there. I don't think that's an intentional onside kick. I think that's just a bad no, break for Nagani, a laser. That, yeah, that's just that line drive, and you're just hoping it's either going to score through and go down the field or somebody's going to do exactly that right there. And Westwood takes over smack dab at the 50-yard line. Pistol formation for Beckman. He takes a snap. He hands off Delangelo, who's cutting up the middle across the 45, dragged down for a gain of six. Well, it's nice to see Delangelo running like that. That shiftiness is there, and that's that's right around the time of the year when we need him. Brings up second down at four. Anderson brings in the play called defensively for Nagani. 16-0, a minute 39 left to go, quarter number one. Westwood moving the football again. A win for Nagani tonight. They know that they are postseason bound. A loss. And they have to wait and hope until Sunday night in the selection show. One wide on the play, lines up to the far side, shotgun formation. Beckman takes a snap, driving up the middle, has a first down across the 40, and he's dragged down just shy of the 35. There will be under a minute left to play in the opening quarter by the time the next play is snapped. And right now it's all Westwood controlling the pace of play offensively and defensively. Beckman brings in the play call from the sideline. Westwood hoping to move to 7-2. Latest postseason projections have him as a three seed in District 1. It would be a rematch at Calumet. 
Beckman takes a snap. QB run up the middle. He's wrapped up near the line of scrimmage and brought down Peyton Anderson with penetration from his linebacker position. Yeah, that, was a, that was the best uh, best defensive play we've seen out of Nagani tonight right there by Peyton Anderson. Gains one in the play. Brings up second and nine. Ball at the 35. 35. Looking to win their fifth straight game. Beckman brings in the play call from the sideline. Yeah, looks like they're going to run one. Too wide on the play this time. Delangelo split wide to the far side. Bowman lined up nearest the Westwood sideline. Direct snap to Bergman, running off tackle across the 35 to 30. He's dragged down just shy of the first down marker, and that will be the end of quarter number one. Boy, tough quarter for the Nagani Miners and a great quarter for the Westwood Patriots. 16-0 Westwood, 12 minutes in the books, and the Patriots will be faced with a third and short when we come back. You're listening to Westwood Football on ESPN-UP and on the ESPN-UP mobile app. When glass breaks and it's the kind of break where your insurance is going to pay for it, step back for a moment and call a timeout. Your agent or billing network may want to choose where to get it fixed, but you should know that you have the right to select Peninsula Glass and Auto of Ishpeming. And why not? If it's glass, they can fix it. All work is guaranteed, and they will bill your insurance directly. The mobile team at Peninsula Glass will even come to you to make repairs. Call for a free estimate and see how the crew can best serve you. Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales, US 41, Ishpeming. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Welcome back to Nagati. Tanner Hoops, Dave Bowes on the call for ESPN-UP, the ESPN-UP mobile app. Don't forget, once we sign off tonight, we will have Game 5 of the American League Championship Series, Boston visiting Houston, Red Sox with a chance to punch their ticket to the World Series. We will join that game in progress. We've got the Brewers taking on L.A. tomorrow night at Miller Park right here on ESPN-UP and the mobile app, Game 7 Saturday if necessary. Westwood, meanwhile, faced with the third and short. Ball spotted the Nagani 29 to open up the second quarter. Gotta imagine the blitz is coming for Nagani. They need a stop in the worst way. Shotgun formation for Beckman. Takes a snap. Running up the middle, designed run all the way, dives forward, and it looks like he has yeah, the first they're, down. They're moving the chains already. Yep. That is a first down. So a QB keeper for Nathan Beckman. Quick moving first quarter. Sees Westwood up 16-0. They scored on both possessions. Nagani, a couple of turnovers, one on offense, one on special teams. Ball spot of the 25, a gain of four for Beckman. Too wide on the play. Both to the far side of the field. Pullman, then Delangelo in the slot. Shotgun for Beckman. Bergman a step to his right. Direct snap Bergman. Cutting up the middle, diving forward inside the 25. A gain of about three. Brings up second and seven. 11-10 left to play in half number one. A little bit of confusion for the Miners there on how to get lined up mm-hmm. based on the uh, Patriot offense. Nagani just doesn't seem to be prepared for this game and I I don't think that's the case we know what Paul Jacobson is about and 
how well he gets his team ready. But they just look outmatched so far tonight. Shotgun formation. Direct snap Bergman. Oh. Running off tackle. There's a hole that opened up. And I think they think how lucky that Bergman just got tripped up right there because that looked like quite a hole off the left-hand side. I don't know who actually got him or if he if he got one of the ankles of one of his own players there. But the Bergman trips and falls, but there was a lot of green in front of him. There was a lot of green in front of him. That was a was a fronter doing their job because that was a hole. Nonetheless, he gains two to the 21, brings up third and six. Two wide on the play, both to the far side. Delangelo, the slot receiver. Shotgun for Beckman, third down and six. Takes a snap, QB run. He's blitzed. He gets away from pressure, dives forward short of the first down. But you got to imagine, this is two down territory anyway inside the 20. There's not much past midfield that I think isn't two down territory for Coach Searchwell. Ball spotted at the 18, so it's fourth down and three. 9.45 left to play in the first half, 16-0 Westwood. Nagani needs a stop in the worst way. They came with pressure last play. Yeah, Nagani just needs some momentum change here. Jodgun for Beckman. Bergman, a step to his right, takes a direct snap. Bergman off tackle, has the first down, and then some inside the 15. Just no answer for Nagani. Yeah, that was a big play for Westwood right there because... You know, you get a little momentum turn right there, maybe a big play out of Jason Waterman, you turn the game around, but instead it's just it's just the Patriots leaning on them Viners right now. The ball is spotted at the 10. First down and goal to go. Doesn't look like they can pick up a first down. Only the down marker is out there, so it is first down and goal to go. Beckman works under center. Two-man backfield. Delangelo, the deep back, and a flag blows his play dead. <laughs> Three flags, actually. <laughs> and a false start yeah. indicated yeah. against Westwood. Three flags, actually. Three different <laughs> officials all saw the same thing. 9-0-1 to play, second quarter. 16-0, Westwood in control in the early going. This is a reserved family night crowd mm-hmm. here at Minor Stadium right now. Standing room only. This place is filled up quite a bit. Maybe not as much as the Westwood Ishpeming game, but it's getting there nonetheless. The school campus is separated by just six and a half miles. The rivalry runs deep in the 43rd chapter, written this evening. Beckman takes a snap, play action, rolling to his left. Now he's going to tuck it, run, and he gets back near the original line of scrimmage, a gain of close to five. And it brings up second and goal from about the 10. Tackle on the play made by Braden Belmer. 8-14 to play second quarter. The rivalry has been lopsided. Nagani has won 36 of the previous 42 meetings. But Westwood trying to win back-to-back for the first time ever. Second down, goal to go. One wide to the near side, that's Pullman. Man in motion, Adriano, the tight end. Beckman, design QB run, he's taken down. Not sure if he got back to the line of scrimmage or not, but the blitz came that time, looked like a busted play, and Beckman is brought down near the line. Travis Ellich came up to make the stop. 
Sorensen in there as well. Third and eight. Well, take yeah. that back because we were inside the 10 yeah. to begin that. So. And the penalty brought him back. Yeah. So now it's third and goal from the third, 14. Third and goal from the 14. Beckman brings in the play call. Don't have to go for the end zone here. This is two down territory. But Paul Jacobson's got to be dialing up pressure. A lot of confusion right now on defense for Nagani. Beckman going up the middle. He stopped for a short game. Velmer again on the stop. And it's going to bring up fourth and goal from about 10 yards out. So a lot of moving parts on Nagani's defense. They look confused, but Westwood not able to take advantage. Timeout for the Patriots. They're third of this half. 6.36 left to go in quarter number two. 16-0. Westwood on top. Knocking on the door. Fourth down and goal. They've kind of detonated themselves here with that, mm -hmm. beginning with that penalty just inside the 10-yard line for first and goal, and then they get a procedure penalty. Kind of moved in reverse order since that time. You know, I think we've gained one yard since that time. This fourth and goal play will occur from just outside the 10-yard line. Nagani comes in 5-3. and three. A win means that they are postseason bound. A loss means that they're a bubble team at 5-4, and four and they have to wait until Sunday night and hope that they can get in. Ishpeming is in action tonight. They take on Bark River Harris. The Emmettites ranked fifth in the state, undefeated at 8-0. Can hear from all five area coaches, including Paul Jacobson, Scott Sergela, tomorrow in the Friday afternoon coaches show. Beginning at 3 o'clock. Replayed at 5, sandwiching the sports pen. Shotgun formation for Beckman. Fourth and goal. Man in motion, Bergman. Lining up out wide to the left side. Takes a snap, dropping back to pass. Looking, steps oh. up, has a man. Enzo touchdown, oh. Jacob Adriano. That motion, what a great play. That motion of Bergman. Pulled the cornerback right off. Adriano released from his tight end position. He was standing over there by himself. Nathan had to just put some air under it. A 14-yard touchdown pass to Jacob that, Adriano. That's a good play call right there. He, Everybody was going after Ashton Bergman, <laughs> who was lined up a step to the right of Beckman out of the shotgun. When he went in motion, lined up left, someone went to go cover him, and then he cut across the middle. Left that side of the field wide open. And Adriano, the tight end, just cut to the far side of the end zone. He just went to the pylon, and that was wide open. Shotgun formation for the two-point conversion. Beckman takes a snap. He runs forward into the end zone for the two. 6.31 to play here in half number one. It's 24-0. Westwood all over Nagani coming through on fourth down and goal from 14 yards out. Caps a 50-yard touchdown drive. And Westwood yet to be stopped offensively. That was a great play call. I'm going to give Coach Search credit for that. That was 14 yards to go on fourth mm -hmm. down. That was, looking, that was looking ugly right there. That was the top play call I've seen this season. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Something that he's going to put a big circle around in his playbook. <laughs> yes, yeah, that, that one gets the star, right? <laughs> that one gets the, the five-point star in the playbook. 
Jacob Adriano seems to have taken over kickoff duties. An unintentional onside kick that was recovered to set up the last touchdown drive. No, he just blasted it, but I think it went right at, you know, I think there's another Pagani Miner in that spot now. It's like Alex Munson is out there, more of the hands team. Yeah, you think the hands team's going to be out there now for Nagani. Yeah, I think so. Kickoff is away. This one with a little more air underneath it. A line drive to about the midsection of the return team. And they're having trouble with it, and it ends up going into the end zone. Yeah, that's a good play by Duchesne. Probably smart just let that one go. An experienced returner. Mm -hmm. Several he took to the house last year. He knows where he's, what he's doing back there. But that was the best thing he could have do is just let that one go into the end zone. He could see it had enough momentum on it. So first down and 10 from the 20. Nagani takes over, desperately needing a score. 6.31 to go in the half. 20 in command. Jason Waterman brings his team on the field. Nagani had been playing such good football leading up to this game. And they have been stunned on their home field tonight. Takes a snap. Hand off up the middle. And diving forward after contact. A good strong run yeah, on the good, play. Good tough run. And that was Sorensen, the tight end. And he gains five on the play to bring up second and five. Clock rolling, 6.15 to go. Thursday night football here in the UP. The extra day arrest before the playoffs start next weekend. We know the Patriots are postseason bound. Where will Nagani end up? Shotgun formation for Waterman. Signal caller takes a snap, and he hands off a counter going over toward the right side. They're trying to trick him with that end around, and Westwood doing a good job staying home. Short gain on the end around to Sorensen, the tight end again. Hey, you wonder if they're just looking to try and set him up and Mm -hmm. see if Waterman can... Put one, some air under it and let Duchesne run under one and then see if you can get him off to the races just to get something going here. Gain of two brings up third and three from the 27. Four-man front defensively for Westwood. Waterman spreads the field. Works from the shotgun, takes a snap. QB option to the right side, stacked up near the line, diving forward. Depends on the spot. It's a close play, but it looks like he's short. Now the official, let's see. They're thinking about it. Fourth and one, maybe? Yep, they're going to call fourth down. Garrett Mann came up to make the stop from his linebacker spot. Fourth and one from the 29. Will Paul Jacobson roll the dice? Yeah, I think he's got to at this point. Nagani's got to do this just to maintain possession of the ball. Keeps his offense on the field. One out wide on the play. That's Irva to the near side. He's defended by Pullman. Shotgun formation for Waterman on fourth and one. Takes a snap. Running off tackle to the right side. Has the first down. Good play. With somebody in there early, but they were low, and Waterman mm-hmm. showed his ability, athletic ability, just hurdled them. Gains about four. And a new set of downs for the Miners. That was crucial for the Miners mm-hmm. to maintain possession there and not turn the ball over on the 33-yard line. 4.25 left until halftime. 24-0, Westwood on top. One wide to the near side, that's Duchesne. Bowman matches up with him. 4-4 defense for Westwood. Waterman from the shotgun takes a snap. It's a reverse to Irva. Irva with room to the outside. He's got a block, and he's got a first down. Nice play fake by Nagani. 
They go a little deeper into the bag of tricks, and the safety Beckman made the tackle. Yeah, that was a saving tackle by Nathan Beckman as well, too. Otherwise, we were going to have a track meet right there for about 60 yards. See on the field who's fast. We're going to see Paul Jacobson get creative. Get creative. He's trying to set these guys up. Right now, Westwood is dominating both sides of the football. Shotgun formation for Waterman. Takes a snap. Hands off Duchesne on the end around to the right side. He has a block. Anderson trying to ramp him up, and he does for a short game. Strung that out well. Eric Anderson making the tackle. 3.37 left to play in the first half. And now time's starting to become an issue for Nagani. If all their time owns. Yep. Not a quick strike offense. They're still 53 yards away from pay dirt. We know they can kick field goals, but you need a touchdown in this situation, the way this first half has gone. Well, they're starting to get into something a little bit here with uh, mm -hmm. between Waterman and Duchesne. That's starting to turn up some positive yardage. Westwood with no timeouts. Nagani has all three of theirs. Duchesne alone wide out to the near side of the field, and now we get a timeout, yeah. the first one taken by Nagani. I don't think you want Duchesne all the way out here no. unless you're unless they're throwing it to him. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I think you want him around that backfield just as another option there and all that speed to the sideline. I wonder if Paul Jacobson just tipped his hand and showed that he's not willing to pass to Duchesne. He wants the ball in his hands, and he's going to do it off from a handoff perspective because you don't take a timeout in that situation to stop the clock. You already let about 40 seconds go off since the last play. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's that's a timeout taken because you're not lined up right. Yeah. And that's just not acceptable if you're Nagani. You, you saw something you didn't like. Time is of the essence. You got two left. You got to go 53 yards for the touchdown in three minutes and three seconds. Neither of these teams really a quick strike offense. Every timeout is going to be crucial. Just a gorgeous night for football. Week nine postseason implications, week one weather. Just a great night for football here in Nagani. And again, a packed house with the close proximity between the two schools. Never quite get the home field advantage in this rivalry. Yeah, I, th I think they're taking a shot right here. They've got two out yeah. wide on this play. Irva to the far side. He split right. Yeah, this is going to be Duchesne. Duchesne to the left side. Right here, straight up. Shotgun formation. Low snap, Waterman has it, looks left, Duchesne all the way, makes the catch, has a first down, and he's brought down by Pullman. May have spoke too soon, may not have got the first down, and he didn't. No, he's, he's four yards short of the first down, but are they setting up that uh, bite on that out and then just turn it right upfield? Each of his most productive passes to Duchesne, he has telegraphed it all the way. He's made no... Uh, any kind of no movement for deception as to where he's going with the football. It's just forcing Duchesne to make the play, which he does. He's a playmaker. Shotgun formation. Waterman takes a snap. Handoff. Sorensen, the tight end out of the backfield, bursting forward, breaking a couple of tackles, and he's finally wrapped up Adriano plus Hayden Mann. And it brings up fourth and short. Now Westwood had one left. They might think about using a timeout. Nonetheless, fourth and two at the 47-yard line for Nagani. They have two timeouts left. They've already converted one fourth down on this possession.
two wide on the play. Check that three wide now. Munson split to the right side. Duchesne in the slot. A tight end Campula lined out as a receiver. Waterman. A bubble screen on fourth down overthrew it. Out in front of Duchesne on a bubble screen. Stops your clock. Yep. Westwood gets the ball back. No timeouts. Field with 133 to go and a senior quarterback. They scored in 113 to start this game. A 68-yard touchdown pass to Bergman. It's not a quick-strike Patriot offense, but any given play, they are one away from busting one open. Yeah, there's just too many weapons out there. You split the Langelo outside, you don't know what's going to happen. No timeouts, 53 yards to go. First and 10, Westwood with a minute 33 to play and a 24-0 lead in the first half. Two wide on the play. Delangelo and Pullman, both near side, nearest the Nagani sideline. Bergman a step to the right of Beckman, who's in the shotgun. Delangelo in motion. Lines up as a wing to the left, and now we get a whistle, and this might be delay of game. Time, I think. It is delay of game against Westwood. So minute 33 to play. Backs the Patriots up to about the 42. (laughs) Coach Sergio was not happy. I don't know. What that was, if it was late motion with Delangelo, he was upset with, but Beckman was just happy he wasn't yelling at him. <laughs> Two wide on the play, Delangelo and Pullman once again. Delangelo in motion. Yeah, same play. Shotgun formation for Beckman. That's Direct just... snap to Bergman. Running off the tackle. Good block by Beckman as he gets back to the original line of scrimmage, maybe a yard more before being pushed back. And Westwood's going to have to hurry if they're serious about scoring here before the first half ends. Don't look like they're in too much of a hurry to do so. I think he's just going to get his plays called and take what they give him. They give him a gain of five back to the original line of scrimmage. Second and ten. We've hit the one-minute mark here at half number one. These are when he likes to go tight end up the shoot. Double tight end set. Slot receiver Delangelo in motion. Lines up to the far side. Bergman takes the direct snap again, running off tackle, spins away from one tackler and has about five yards. Tackled inbounds, though, and the clock continues to tick. 40 seconds, clock rolling. Brings up a third down and five. No, I think the Patriots are very content to go in with this mm-hmm. lead. So 23 seconds left. Westwood's going to have to run at least one more play. They appear content to go into half with a 24-point lead. It has been all Westwood. We'll come to the line as we click under 10 seconds left. Beckman takes a snap. He hands off to Bergman going up the middle. He's dragged down for a short gain, and that's the way the first half will end. That for first half. Wow. A dominant Westwood offense (laughs) puts up 24 points, and the defense continues their shutout streak. Halfway home here in Nagani, Westwood 24, Nagani nothing. Halftime show coming up after this on ESPN-UP and the ESPN-UP app.
Changes, they happen. Here at First Bank, we'll help you through those changes. New home, new job, newly retired, we have the accounts and services that fit. Sure, we have today's technology, but we also have face-to-face individual local care you won't find everywhere. Our goal is simple, to help our customers. Isn't it the right time to make First Bank your bank? We have what you're looking for. Find a location near you. Marquette Ishpeming, first-bank.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Here's what your friends and neighbors are saying about active physical therapy. This is Mike Kosky with Congress Pizzas. After being diagnosed with a herniated lower disc, I was given the option of either surgery or therapy. I chose active physical therapy because of Scotty Corkin. My experience with active physical therapy is extremely positive. Scott set me up with a program that I could do at home. After one month, I was back on my feet doing my daily activities. Get active, be active, stay active with active physical therapy. For more information, information, visit stayactiveup.com. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Welcome back to Nagani Tanner Hoops along with Dave Bowes on the call. Halftime of tonight's high school football contest. All Westwood so far, 24-0. Hey, we're talking during the break, and it always seems to be a slugfest between these two squads. Neither of us saw this game. No. Well, I, I, I thought based on what I, I watched uh, Nagani play a really tough fish for me, a team that's loaded up and ready and Jeff Olson-like and ready for the playoffs, and I thought they did a great job. They were definitely in that game, and, uh, you know, I was very impressed with Jason Waterman and uh, – Tonight, uh, the preparation level for the uh, Patriots has uh, neutralized all that so far. Um, you know, and they got a, a little bit of a break there on a on a special teams play with the uh, unintentional onside. You know, just lining it and it bounced off somebody. But um, you know, just some dominance on the line right now. I think the Patriot line is just uh, beating a beating the minor line, and that has been the, that has been the big story, I think, of this so far. When you look at Nagani and how they've fared as of late, again, they started the year 0-2. They had a blowout loss to Calumet thrown in there. They had a game-winning last-second field goal to beat Hancock, and that gave them a 30-28 to victory in Week 3. They've looked like a different team since then. They appeared to have turned a corner, and since that game, they are 5-1. and one. That lone loss, the Ishpeming game you were alluding to. And again, that's a good team. They played yeah, them really well. And you know what? I, you know, maybe some people are overlooking the uh, Westwood Patriots. Mm-hmm. You know, they had a couple of tough losses there, but they lost against what I'm telling you is an excellent Ishpeming football club. And, um, you know, they're ready for the playoffs and ready to go, and that was a very competitive game. But over those two games, you know, they, they were beat up and a little injured, and uh, they still played Calumet, who's also undefeated to a, a two-point game. And I, I think because of that, though, on a couple of forfeits, people have kind of looked past the Patriots. And uh, remember, this is a team that went two games into the playoffs last year, and, uh, you know, a couple of decisions in Lake City, and they're probably down uh, – think they would have got past Breckenridge, and they're, they're downplaying Palomino Westphalia. So I think they've looked past the Patriots a little bit here uh, in our area, and I think that's okay with everyone on the coaching staff of the Westwood Patriots to uh, quietly enter the playoffs here, you know. So, uh, But so far, boy, this, is, this has just been a dominant performance by them. And Westwood going back to week four against Ishpeming was the last time Westwood's defense has allowed a point. And I know that you've had a couple of forfeits thrown in there, but you can make the case Manistique and Gogibic would have had 
their struggles trying to put points on Westwood anyway. They shut out a really good Hancock offense, a Lance team that has given some teams problems, dating back to the fourth quarter of the Ishpeming contest five weeks ago. Westwood has outscored opponents 102 to nothing, and that's that just tells you a lot about what this Westwood team is doing on both sides of the football. They're getting it done offensively, defensively. They're confusing teams. They're dictating the tempo. Yeah, I mean, this has been a, you know, it's not a, certainly a signature win because anything can happen, but it was a signature half, mm-hmm. um, you know, and there needs to be some continuation of that to uh, to really make a statement, I think, uh, you know, for your ball club. You've got to come out and be able to do that in the next half as well, and the guy's going to have the ball to begin this half, and, uh, you know, Coach Jacobson has had a chance to, uh, will have had a chance to make some of his adjustments, and we'll see, we'll see how the Patriots can do. Well, we're excited to see what uh, Westwood is able to come back with and respond. I mean, they played phenomenal in every as- uh, aspect of the game. All three facets were working, offense, defense, even special teams getting the onside kick recovery. If you're Nagani, it all starts up front right now. I mean, Westwood's dominated the line of scrimmage. It's not to say Nagani's not playing well there, but Westwood's just dominated the last, I don't know how many games. And up front, give Coach Wilgen and Tutta Cred. Those guys <laughs> have been rolling lately. Yeah, there's those are some of, uh, well, our version of big bodies anyway. Mm-hmm. I'll say strong bodies. They How's are that? strong. They're, they're maybe not all that big, but they are. They are very strong, and they all have a good motor, and they have fairly good speed. And uh, you know, it's really been the difference. Uh, it's really been the difference here tonight. So it'll be interesting to see what they, uh, what the miners come out with here in the second half. We owe you another timeout. We'll take it now. We'll have more on our halftime show coming up after this. Once again, at the break, Westwood 24, Nagani nothing on ESPN UP and the ESPN UP app. You know texting while driving is dangerous. That's not new information, yet most people admit to doing it anyway. Drivers are 23 times more likely to be involved in a car accident while texting. Know the facts and wait to text. The danger is real and it applies to you. Auto Owners Insurance, the no problem people. Call Iron Range Agency at 485-5544 for a no obligation quote. Make the change to Iron Range. Information provided by Virginia Tech Transportation Institute. Squeaky clean, warm and soft. Memories made, steamy hot. Early days on the run. Time alone, family fun. Peace of mind, guaranteed. A friendly face in time of need. That's how US 41 Marquette. This is Justin Farley from the Bjorkenzalki Funeral Home. Being a former athlete, I always enjoy the support that has been shown throughout the local community for our local teams. Those positive cheers and endless support is a constant reminder to the athletes that their hard work does not go unnoticed. I'd like to say thank you to all of the athletes for working hard in the classroom, at practice, and in the field of play. The Bjorkenzalki Funeral Home supports and appreciates all of your efforts. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP. Danner Hoops, Dave Bowes on the call. Halftime of our high school football contest. Week 9, 24-0. It's Westwood all over Nagani. Let's tell you how it happened. 
first offensive series of the game. Westwood, a 68-yard touchdown pass from Nathan Beckman to Ashton Bergman, a minute 47 into the game, and the Pats took an 8-0 lead. It came on a third and short play, a little bubble screen to Bergman. He turned upfield. He rolled off an Agani player, never touched the ground, and just kept running, found his way into the end zone. Later on, with 2.05 in the first quarter, Nathan Beckman capped off a 56-yard touchdown drive with a four-yard TD run. Westwood went up 16-0. Then with 6.31 to go in the second quarter, maybe play call of the year, a fourth down and goal situation from the 14, and Jacob Adriano is wide open in the left end of the end zone. He catches the pass for the score, capping off a 50-yard touchdown drive set up by an unintentional onside kick. And Westwood has a 24-0 lead at the break. They've scored on every possession except the one that the first half abbreviated. So everything's rolling for the Patriots right now. Some adjustments we made on Agani's side. They, they're not playing poorly. They're making plays, you know, on offense. And uh, defensively, we've seen them come up with a few good stops. But they look out of sorts right now. Yeah, they, they just look little, overmatched. Yeah, a little bit on their heels. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they're just playing on their heels, and the kids are thinking and worrying about where they're lined up. And I think, uh, you know, it's certainly advantaged Patriots so far. And it'll be interesting to see if Coach um, Coach Jacobson can get the, get the ship right. You know, it looked like they had something going a little bit with the Duchesne kid mm -hmm. and Waterman both uh, in the backfield or in motion or in a tight set. Um, and then when... Duchesne comes all wide. It, it seems like they're they're tipping their hand a little bit in that you know the ball's coming to them, and uh, you don't give credit to Chad Pullman, who's out on the island out there with one of the fastest kids in the UP, and uh, he's held his own so far out there. You know, and Chad Pullman may fly under the radar, but he's done a great job on Duchesne tonight. Waterman is a guy that is so explosive offensively because he's got weapons like Duchesne to complement him, and that's why uh, Pullman's got to win those one-on-one -on -one battles. He doesn't know if the safety uh, Beckman's going to be back there or not because Waterman brings that aspect to the table. He's going to going to be making you think whether he's going to run the football. Yeah, you he brings a lot of run pass options. You don't know if you're getting help at all out there, and uh, we'll have to see. Uh, you know, and, and and this could change in a hurry. You know, I watched uh, Jason and uh, Nagani, the Nagani Miners, uh, play well against Ishmael and come out in the second half and puts quick scores up. So this can turn around in a hurry, and this is far from over. Westwood knows that they will be playing in the postseason starting next weekend, either Friday or Saturday. Thursday night football here in the UP and a gorgeous night for it. 59 degrees at kickoff. Sun has set a little bit of a breeze going on, but nonetheless, it feels like week one, two, maybe three. Just gorgeous weather up here this evening. And Westwood will get the extra day of rest preparing for the playoffs. A win tonight, and you think maybe head up to Calumet for a, re, a rematch against a ranked team that has uh, clinched the conference title. They beat us by a game in the standings. You try to avoid going downstate in the first round if you can with Traverse City, St. Francis, another undefeated top five team in the state, uh, likely to be put in our district. Nagani 5-3 and three on the year. They need that sixth win to qualify for the playoffs outright. Otherwise, they're going to be waiting until Sunday night as a bubble team. And as a Nagani team, you feel for it because they've had a few breaks, just haven't gone their way. They're a good enough team to be a playoff team. But the way things are looking right now, it's going to be tough for them to do it. It's going to be tough. And, you know, the five and fours, uh, you know, it's rather complicated you know, yeah. when all the math is done. But as five and fours, they look like somebody that might not make it in terms of uh, the number of those that are going to get picked. So uh, you don't know.
The latest playoff projections in the state of Michigan have Westwood in as a three seed and traveling to Calumet, the two seed in that district. They also have Nagani as one of the first five out, one of the first five out in the latest playoff projections. Miners trying to move themselves off the bubble, but they trail Westwood 24-0 tonight in the regular season finale. We'll take another timeout. More coming up in the halftime show after this on ESPN-UP and the ESPN-UP app. You don't just want your bank to be a place where you park your money. You want it to be your partner in putting your money to work for you. At MBank, we believe in the power of exceptional banking products and services delivered by friendly, experienced people. Community-focused, client-driven, that's our commitment to you. It's about supporting our communities. It's about empowering our clients to make sound financial decisions. It's about being your financial partner. Make the move to MBank today. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. From the days of lumbermen coming out of the woods twice a year to buy clothing and supplies at Wilderness Sports to now, you'll get what you'll need to cheer on your favorite teams. Patriots, Hematites, Miners, Model Towners, and Redmond fans will all find spirit gear to look the part from the stands or on the sidelines. Wilderness Sports will let you touch and feel the items, and if you want something custom ordered, they can do that for you too. Wilderness Sports, downtown Ishpeming. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP. Welcome back to Nagani Danner Hoops. Dave Bowes on the call. Halftime of this varsity football contest. 24-0. Westwood on top of their neighbors just down the road. Again, the school separated by only six and a half miles. The rivalry runs deep, but a lot of respect between the two schools. We talked about it a little in the pregame. You get the rivalry with the them being area teams, but a lot of friendships. These guys grew up with each other, played little league sports together. They co-opt with hockey, so there's the rivalry there. Makes for a good one, not just in football. It transcends all sports between the Miners and Patriots, but respect to go with it. That, that's what you love to see up here in the UP. Yeah, definitely respect to go with it, respect for the programs they have and the coaches they have down here, and, uh, you know, those are those are guys at uh, conferences and things like that. We all seem to uh, seek out, and they seek us out and uh, have a good time with the uh, Nagani Miners, the quality school district that's run down here for sure. Well, more of our fine sponsors to thank. This broadcast brought to you in part by Peninsula Glass and Auto, First Bank, Active Physical Therapy, Iron Rage Agency, Art Van Furniture, and Bjork and Zolke Funeral Homes, among others. Once again, Peninsula Glass and Auto, First Bank, Active Physical Therapy, Iron Rage Agency, Art Van Furniture, and Bjork and Zolke Funeral Homes. All of those proud sponsors of Westwood Patriot Athletics on ESPN-UP. We thank them for their support. Couldn't do it without you. We're proud to be the flagship home for Westwood Patriot Athletics right here on ESPN-UP and the ESPN-UP mobile app. Thursday night football this evening. Once again, we've got coverage of the ALCS coming up once we sign off tonight. We'll join them in progress from Houston. John Shabby, Jessica Mendoza, Buster only will have the call as the Boston Red Sox try to punch their ticket to the World Series. They've got to get by the defending world champion Houston Astros first. We will get you out there to Houston at Minute Maid Park once we sign off here in Nagani, Michigan. Well, the final seconds ticking away on the countdown clock here at halftime. We'll take our last time out. We'll have the second half coming up after this on ESPN-UP at the ESPN-UP mobile app. Are you looking for a new vehicle with a payment that fits your budget? UP Catholic Credit Union is here to help. The Payment Saver Program is a low payment alternative to a traditional loan or lease. It offers lower monthly payments, no down payment, and a flexible loan term that ranges from 36 to 72 months. 
It's a perfect fit for anyone looking for a vehicle five years old and newer. Call UP Catholic Credit Union or visit us online for more information about the newest, easiest way to be in the car of your dreams. Super One Foods in Nagani and Marquette welcome the home stretch of high school football with these deals. Black Angus semi-boneless New York strip steaks for $5.95 a pound. Fryer thighs or drumsticks, a family pack for 77 cents a pound. Kemp's gallon chocolate milk, $2.49 with coupon. Old Dutch family pack potato chips, 90 10 ounces. Buy one, get one free with coupon. And Hills Brothers Coffee, 24 to 26 ounces, $5.45 with coupon. These prices are good through October 20th at your local Super One stores in Nagani and Marquette. Low prices, better choices right in your neighborhood. Super One Foods. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. you back to Nagani. Danner Hoops along with Dave Bo is on the call. Glad that you're with us on ESPN-UP and the ESPN-UP mobile app. 24-0. Westwood on top, just about set to start the second half. And once again, in case you missed it before the break, the scoring summary tonight. Westwood on the board, three plays into the ballgame. A 68-yard touchdown pass from Beckman to Bergman. That put Westwood up 8-0 after the PAT, a minute 47 into the ballgame. Later in that quarter, 2.05 mark, Beckman with a four-yard touchdown run, capping off a 58-yard drive, and Westwood took a 16-0 lead following the conversion. Then Jacob Adriano with a 14-yard touchdown reception on fourth and goal with 6.31 to play in the first half. Conversion once again good. Westwood up 24-0. That's our halftime score. That last score following a 50-yard touchdown drive that was set up by an unintentional onside kick recovered right at midfield. And Westwood has not allowed anything defensively. They have a... Gotten as close as about the 25-yard line, maybe just inside that Nagani has this evening. But Westwood has been fantastic defensively. Once again, Dave, no points allowed since the fourth quarter of the Week 4 game against Ishpeming. That was five weeks ago, and I know a couple of forfeits in there. Nonetheless, this Westwood defense is slowing down some really good offenses. Nagani, Lance, Hancock, they're making some teams that have been playing good football coming into this game. Look not so good and yeah. putting zeros on the board. Yeah, and, uh, you know, down 24 nothing coming out against the Patriots. You're going to get the ball back. Mm-hmm. You just got to get some momentum going. It doesn't, you don't, you can't get 24 points all in one no. run here, but you got to move the ball. You got to come away with points on this first drive if you're the Nagani Miners. For Westwood, you've got to stay disciplined because as Nagani starts to, as Nagani starts to uh, get a little more desperate, they're yeah. going to reach in their bag of tricks just a little more. Yeah, everybody's got to stay home. And, uh, you know, if they're able to get a score, you don't want to get panicky. You want to stay with what's got you here so far and uh, try and continue to control the line of scrimmage. But i I got to think we're going to see Nagani air the ball out here a little more in this second half. Well, they've had weapons like Duchesne, and they've uh, shown that they want to use them on end arounds, things like that. And the Westwood defense just seems to have had an answer might think about attacking those one-on-one opportunities in the corner positions, but yeah, Colvin's maybe, done a great job. And maybe now uh, he's your decoy, you know, mm-hmm. and you send out and you start to look to someone else. Uh, you know, certainly certainly uh, Sakura, for instance, mm-hmm. you know, on the uh, on the Nagani team. And Labaki's a guy whose name we have not called much tonight. He's generally a big playmaker for them, and he needs to get more involved if they want to come back and win this game. A little bit of trouble with the kickoff, but they've got it anyway and are turned into a pretty positive game. Jacob Adriano makes the tackle 
near the 35-yard line. Pretty good return after it looked like initially Nagani had trouble with it. Yeah, Jacob's getting almost a perfect bounce. It's getting into the second tier of uh, receivers there for the kickoff, and it's bouncing, but it's bouncing about seven feet in the air and going right over their head. And uh, they're letting somebody behind them pick it up. That time we just converged a little bit early, uh, thinking that Upman was going to get the ball, and um, Duchesne was able to get it and turn it into a pretty decent return. Give field position up to about the 45. That's where the ball is spotted. First down and 10. Shotgun formation. Irva, the lone wideout in the play, lines up to the near side. Low snap. And a QB keeper, Waterman, bounces off his own man and has to dive forward for about half a yard. Yeah, just a good play there by Ashton Bergman. Reading it right, not biting, not biting on that and getting in there. And he's enough of a load to bring down uh, Waterman all by himself. Hayden Mann in there on the stop as well. Brings up second down. We'll call it nine. Just underway in half number two, 24-0 Westwood, looking for win number seven. Trying to go into the playoffs on a five-game winning streak with momentum. One wide in the play, lines up to the far side. Westwood showing blitz. Pistol formation for Waterman, takes a snap. He hands off up the middle. It's the tight end, Sorensen. And he gains about two on the play to bring up third and seven. Tackle made by Garrett Mann. One minute gone by. And you would think it's a passing situation for Waterman and Nagani, although they're at midfield. You're probably in two-down territory given the situation. One wide on the play to the near side. That's Duchesne. Wingback lines up to the right side of the field. Pistol formation for Waterman. Takes a low snap. Comes Looking pass. to pass. Stepping up, putting up a deep ball down the middle. It's batted yep, away. Incomplete, but a flag on the field. That is going to be offensive. Jad Pullman. He had perfect body position on him. That is going to be an offensive penalty right there. Pullman batted away and nearly came up with the pick. Duchesne looked like got a little bit of a grab. Oh, oh they're calling oh, it on Pullman. Oh, 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 that is egregious. That's how you teach it. You put your body in between them. And the Westwood crowd agrees with you. And they oh. let the official hear it. Yeah, that was that was horrible. It's on the corner, Pullman. It looked like Duchesne got a little bit of a tug on his jersey trying to make sure Pullman didn't intercept the ball. Pullman has every right to the space mm -hmm. that he was in making a play for the ball right there. Especially he got inside. an underthrown one yeah, like that. An inside position, that's a horrible call. Shotgun formation for Waterman after the automatic first down. He's hitting the backfield, trying to bounce away from Hayden Mann. He's wrapped up for a gain of about two. Zach Mimi came up, helped on the stop as well. The spot gives him maybe one. Two minutes gone by here in half number two. 24-0 Westwood on top. Waterman and the Miners down to the 42 in Patriot territory. Nagani fighting for their postseason lives. A win tonight, and they are in. If not, they have to wait till Sunday and find out if their bubble will burst or if they get in as an at-large at 5-4. and four. Shotgun formation for Waterman. Takes a snap, drops back to pass. Looking to the right, fires, oh. incomplete. Batted away by the outside linebacker, Adriano. Adriano, perfect position on that. Tended for Irva. 
I think that's a ball that Adriano was going to look back on and kick himself for not picking off. Yeah, I think he was thinking, I got to knock this down. He, he might have been able to just grab it. I don't know if he realized that there was nobody in front of him. If he would have got his hands on it, he would have taken it back for a house call. So third down and a long nine. 9.32 to play third quarter. Rivalry night on a Thursday here in the UP. Three wide on the play. Irva, the lone receiver to the near side. Shotgun formation. Waterman back to pass, looking, surveys the field, hit as he threw, puts one up for grabs right side, oh, incomplete, and that has to be now offensive. I'll tell you what, if they don't call offensive there, then, then, then we need to stop right here. He knocked Pullman to the ground to get a shot at that. Here comes the call. There we go. There we go. Pullman was knocked to the ground by Irva. He looked just putting a shoulder out, or an elbow, I should say, out to him. Pullman with two near picks. And they both result in pass interference calls, one on the offense and one on the defense. Yeah, hindsight there. I don't know if Duchesne doesn't knock him down if Pullman doesn't grab that one. Brings up fourth down, though. Bentley's declined. They want the fourth and ten. 9.25 9.25 to play third quarter, 24 nothing. Good pressure for Maiden Man, we didn't mention. Waterman yeah. was, was knocked to the ground after he released that one. He brings in the play call. The Miners to the line. They send two wide to the far side of the field. The running back at Lamaki is lined up as a wideout. Irva to the near side of the field. Low snap, Waterman has it. Blitz coming, steps up, fires a dart across the middle, incomplete. It was out in front of his intended target, Campula is tied in. Heavy pressure and great coverage by the Patriots secondary. Even the linebackers had drifted into place in the flat area. Uh, Nothing there for Waterman. Ashton Bergman, the linebacker, was back there playing coverage. Fast enough, he can do it. A little too much mustard behind the throw. Turnover on downs. Westwood has it at their own 47. 9.21 left to play. A little bit of a hillside behind the Patriot bench. No bleachers that way, but there are Patriot fans lined up. Their lawn chairs, what have you. Packed house in Minor Stadium tonight. Adriano, the tight end in motion. I formation, handoff. Bergen, oh, it's a keeper for Beckman, and he goes up the middle. And he gains about four yards on the play. Good fake by Beckman. Brings up segments. I thought Bergman had it. I thought it was a two-yard gain by Bergman. That's how you know you're doing something right. They yeah, sell that fake really well. Selling the fake. Now to the 45-yard line. Brings up second and six. Clock rolling. 8.53 to play third quarter. 24 nothing Pats. One wide on the play, that is Pullman. Far side of the field, lined up just in front of his head coach, Scott Sergula. There's a handoff to Bergman going up the middle. Bergman stacked up second effort, and here the first down marker. Big, strong run by a big, strong kid. Boy, how about the block by Blake Hewitt. Blake Hewitt had his man about eight yards downfield. They're marking him just short, so it brings up third down and inches at midfield. I'm calling the same play. Just let him go right after it. 
Beckman lines up under center. High formation, Delangelo the deep back. Eric Anderson in motion, lines up as a wing to the left. Handoff, Bergman going up the middle. First down, stacked up for a short game, but he's got enough to move the sticks. Move the sticks and continue to move the clock. And you wonder why Westwood is having so much success on defense. It's a big part of it is because their offense stays on the field for about 10 minutes at a time. Yeah, we are steady burning through the clock here in the third quarter. 7.51 left in the third now. Special spot is the Nagani 48. You get a 24-point lead here for the Patriots. You just want to grind on them and make sure the clock is spinning. They won't see too many passes for Westwood the rest of this game. One wide on the play, Pullman. There's a handoff to the deep back. Delangelo ran into his own man and has dropped yeah, for a loss. That's a, the best defensive plays we've seen out of the minors tonight. Campula came up to make the stop along with Travis Elledge. Brings up second and 11. Elledge is a big boy. Yeah. 265. Good size on him. The Westwood offensive line has had their way, though. Just two guys weighing in over 200 pounds. Sam Gillis, Blake Hewitt, the tackles, Hayden Mann, Jackson Midland, the guards. Matt Pavo, the center. Those guys have been money the last few weeks. Second and long. I formation, man in motion, Adriano lines up to the left side of the field. Makes the handoff play action. Beckman fires. He's got a man. That's Bergman caught. Just shy of the first down marker. Looks like it's going to be third and short. <laughs> He's a tough kid. He just won't go down. Every time we think Bergman's down tonight, mm -hmm. and we've almost called it, he's still on his feet, and there's still bodies bouncing out of him. It brings up a third and one from the 40-yard line. 6-11 to play here in quarter number three. You'll see Beckman under a center. Mm -hmm. Again, Bergman in the fullback position, Delangelo in the tailback position. One wide on the play. That's Pullman to the near side. Double tight end set. I formation. We get a whistle blowing the play. Dead timeout, Scott Sergela. 5.52 to play third quarter. Westwood in command, leading 24 nothing. Trying to win back-to-back -back against Nagani for the first time in school history. A lopsided rivalry, 36-6 in favor of Nagani, but the Patriots have had the upper hand tonight. Other fine sponsors of Westwood Patriot football, MBank, Wilderness Sports, UP Catholic Credit Union, and Super One Foods. Once again, MBank, Wilderness Sports, UP Catholic Credit Union, and Super One Foods, thank you for supporting Westwood Patriot Athletics on ESPN-UP. Could not do it without you. Well, Westwood has a third and one coming up. Ball just inside the 40-yard line. 5.52 to play. 24-0. Patriots have just looked really good. And we know we're going to the playoffs next week, Dave, barring a major meltdown here in the final quarter and a half. Got to feel pretty good about the momentum they're going to be riding going into the postseason. Westwood 6-2, and 5-1 and one in the conference. Nagani comes in 5-3. and three. They are 4-2 and two in the conference. 
One wide on the play. That's Pullman. Lines up to the near side of the field. Matt Duchesne, uh, Drew Duchesne, excuse me. He lines up against him. Well, they've been looking at each other all night, those two. Here's a handoff. Bergman pounds ahead for the first down. He has that and then some to the 35. When you need a yard or two or maybe five, give it to number 34. Great block by the center, Matt Pavel. Matt Pavel had his guy five yards down the field, opening that up for Bergman. 5.46 left to play. Quarter number three, clock rolling. Starts up again as they set the chains. Westwood continues to move the football without much of an issue. Bowman the lone wide out near side. Duchesne matches up with him. Four-man front defensively for Nagani showing blitz. Handoff Bergman. He runs off tackle. Short gain on the play. Gets to about the 33 before being brought down. There will be under five minutes left in the third quarter by the time the next play is run. Nagani sending Colin Little into the game. Mm. Looking like they're trying to shore up that middle. And he's not little, by the way. Weighs in at 305 pounds. That's the biggest guy they've got on the run. 305 for Cullen. Cullen, not so little. No one. He moves well. <laughs> Comes in on the defensive line, just trying to find an answer for Ashton Bergman. But the big senior right now, no answer for him on Nagani's side. Adriano, the tight end in motion, lines up to the left side. Pitch to Delangelo. Delangelo cutting back up the middle, tripped up for a short gain. It brings up third and medium from about the 30. Boy, see how Delangelo has. He was one. He was one trip away from being able to turn that into a first down. He had at least five more yards than him. Well, the Patriots don't have to snap this ball until there's less than four minutes left in the quarter. Third and five. Moving the football at the 30-yard line. They want to keep this drive going. Chew some more clock. Westwood taking their sweet time getting to the line. No hurry. No, he's... Bowman out wide in the play. High formation. Adriano in motion. Here's a turn. Fake the handoff. Play action. Beckman blitz coming. Has to throw prematurely. It's caught Adriano. And he's behind the defense. And he is dragged out of bounds. Get him did. It's a gain of close to 20 yards. Oh, Jason Waterman had a shot at it. Went for the interception. I don't know if he didn't even tip it in. Adriano mm -hmm. was still able to bring it in, but Jason Waterman, that would have, he'd have been off to the races right there. And I think that was Duchesne, the corner, who used his sheer speed to catch up to Adriano because he was behind the defense. I think Adriano thought he was making a house call. Great concentration play by Adriano. I think, I think Waterman got a hand on that ball, and, and Adriano was still able to catch it. That was about as poor of a throw as you'll see Beckman make. He had to get away from the blitz and threw off his back foot just a little lob, and it works out. That's the kind of night it's been for Westwood. QB option, oh. nobody in front of Beckman. He races untouched into the end zone for the 14-yard touchdown. Oh, Westwood denied as the route is on in Nagani. And a stunned. Navy and gold-clad minor crowd here at Minor Stadium. It is a quiet family night here in Nagani. Second touchdown run of the game for Nathan Beckman. Comes with 3-10 to play in the third quarter. 
a 53-yard touchdown drive. High formation, Delangelo the deep back. Double tight end set for Beckman under center. He keeps it, same play. He's in untouched. Boy, there wasn't even anyone around uh, Beckman right there. That is a little disheartened uh, minor, minor defensive unit right there. The shortest touchdown drive Westwood has had tonight went 50 yards. <laughs> That was set up by a special teams turnover. Westwood has absolutely been rolling tonight. Scott Sergela coming up here afterwards. We'll get his thoughts in the postgame, but I'm guessing he's going to be pretty pleased with the effort tonight. Westwood up 32-0 with 3-10 to play in the third quarter. It has been all Patriots from the get-go scoring three plays into the ball game. Just a minute 47 elapsed. Eric Anderson is back out to resume kicking duties. Jacob Adriano had been doing it for most of the night. Anderson had been doing it for the first eight weeks of the season. Gets the job back. 3-10 to play third quarter, 32-0 Westwood. Anderson with a low line drive kick, and it's fumbled around the 20 and a stick made. Michael Buzino on the special teams hit, and you could wow. hear it from up here. A fumbled play. You could hear that in our booth. They got back on top of it. Tenth grader Michael Buzino. Ethan Brewer was on the return. Oh, and he took an absolute beating as he had trouble with the football. He was looking down, but didn't want to go down on top of it. Wanted to stay on his feet, but had nowhere to run. Michael Buzino with an absolute stick. Give it to Brewer for being able to hold on there. Ethan holding on to that one. Three-minute mark. Here's a turn and a handoff to Sorensen on the end round. And looking for an option, it's uh, Duchesne to actually do a reverse to. And he's forced out of bounds, stopping the clock as he crosses the 40-yard line with 3.01 to play. A game, maybe two, three yards there. He ended up underneath the Nagani bench. <laughs> All that speed coming to the sidelines, they just help shove him out of bounds. Well, Duchesne has been doing what he can tonight. Yeah, very good athlete. I have not called Ed Lamaki's name much at all tonight. He's the deep back in this I formation set. Westwood's done a good job bottling him up. Duchesne, the man in motion left to right. Here's a turn, faking the handoff. Here's a QB option, and Waterman decides to keep it himself. Has enough for the first down. Well-designed play. Yeah, Adriano with the tackle. Probably the best run we've seen out of the minors mm -hmm. tonight. 2.55 left to play third quarter. And Lamaki was the man that was backing up Waterman if he decided to pitch it. Decided to hang on and has enough for the first. There's something there for the Nagani Miners, mm -hmm. and these are you got to remember these are a lot of juniors we're looking at here for Nagani, and you got to think that that's going to be part of the big part of the offense is giving them that option to Duchesne and Waterman. Duchesne lines up out wide near side of the field, and there's a handoff that's, to Anderson up the middle. That middle has just been clogged up by the big boys here tonight. Pavo along yeah. with Garrett Mann in there on the stop. Sam Gillis as well. 
219, clock rolling third quarter, 32-0 Westwood. Jackson Bidlin there on the on the stop there. I just didn't see this coming. I thought we were going to have a much better game, but Westwood has dominated a good Nagani team. Give them credit. Duchesne the lone wide out on the play. Pullman matches up with him. I formation for Waterman. He turns and hands off to his fullback. Anderson bouncing off one would-be tackler. And check that, it's Edelamaki. And he dives forward near midfield. Comes up just short of it. He pulled it. Mm-hmm. He pulled it on us. Great fake. Carried out the fake. Went with the option, but Edelamaki couldn't find the sideline. And it brings up third down at about seven. With speed from the Patriot uh, linebackers, Eric Anderson was able to just stay pace with them and string them out until he had some help get there. Third and seven. You got to think that uh, Pullman's night's not over with Duchesne. It's just waiting for it to come. I'm a little surprised they haven't targeted more one-on-one coverage. Waterman back to pass. Looking across the middle, puts up a deep ball. It's dropped by Irva. Oh, and he had him. Yep, he was behind the defense, and he couldn't hang on. They did that. I don't know that he would have taken it to the house, but he was behind Pullman. It would have been a big game. They did that fake jet sweep, and that held everybody, including Pullman. Mm -hmm. And Irva had a step on on Pullman. Pretty good ball, too, thrown by Jason Waterman. He just... He was at a flat run because Pullman was catching him. and Sometimes those are the tough ones to pull in. It's got to be a tough night for Waterman. And, you know, he's been contained. He hasn't been able to use his feet. He's missed a few throws, but he's put up some good throws from back there in the pocket as well. Give him credit. Takes a snap on fourth and seven. Back to pass, looking right. Puts up a deep ball and double coverage incomplete. And no flag on the play. Westwood That's, takes over was, on downs intended for Duchesne. That was uh, double coverage over the top there. Mm-hmm. Okay, Pullman had a little help from Beckman on that. It was going to be a tough one for anybody to put in there, but you got to – I don't know what else Ngani could do. I think they got to try those yep. you know, at this point. Westwood takes over on the Nagani side of the 50 for the first time tonight. It's at the 49. A minute one to play in the third quarter. 32 nothing. Westwood's on top. Game's been moving right along here in Nagani this evening. Once again, after we go final tonight, we've got the post-game show. You'll hear from Scott Sergula, and then we'll send it out to Houston, Minute Maid Park, for Game 5 of the ALCS here on ESPN Radio. Let's send you and I out to Houston. There we go. I think we can be talking about something then. I'm all right with that. <laughs> Here's a handoff to Bergman going up the middle. No, oh, it's a keeper no. by Beckman. He faked it again, and he's got enough for the first down. I'll credit both quarterbacks mm-hmm. tonight. With their fakes because they're faking us out, that's for sure. Maybe that's not a high bar to set. <laughs> but they are, they're really carrying out the yep, fakes. They you are. can tell these boys have been coached very well on and both it's sides working. with regards to that. Gain of about 11 on the play, good enough to move the sticks. They give them 12. They spot it at the 37. Clock rolling, 48 seconds to play third quarter. Westwood rolling 32 nothing. One wide, that's Pullman, far side of the field. Double tight end set, Adriano to the right, Anderson to the left. I formation, here's a handoff, Bergman, he's met at the line and stacked up. A really good defensive play that time for Illich. Just beat his man that time and stacks up Bergman at the line. Yeah, I think we messed up the blocking there. 
You're lucky there wasn't a fumble there that Ashton was able to hold on to that because the second he got it, he got leveled. Westwood doesn't have to run another play before the quarter ends if they do not want to, and they don't. The final seconds tick away, two seconds and one, and we are through three here in Nagani. It has been all Westwood this evening. After three, it's Patriots 32, Miners nothing. Fourth quarter after this on ESPN-UP and the ESPN-UP mobile app. Eagle Mine is a proud supporter of local high school sports. At Eagle, safety is our number one priority for our employees and our community, and especially for our children. With school back in session, that means sharing the road with school buses. Be alert and ready to stop when you see a school bus when overhead lights or warning lights are flashing. Let's all do our part to protect our children by keeping them safe. This message is brought to you by Eagle Mine. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP. Welcome back to Nagani Danner Hoops. Dave Bowes on the call for ESPN-UP. Also streaming live on the ESPN-UP mobile app. Glad that you're with us on this Thursday night. Kicking off week nine in the Michigan high school football season. As the Patriots of Westwood are all over their rivals six miles down the road. Nagani 32 nothing. The route is on, and Westwood looking to go into the playoffs with some momentum. Westwood will have it second down, and we'll call it a long 10. Ball spotted at the 37. Recap the scoring. Ashton Bergman, a 68-yard touchdown pass, gave Westwood the lead 8-0, a minute 13 into the game. Nathan Beckman, touchdown runs of 4 and 14 yards. Jacob Adriano, a 14-yard touchdown reception. Here come the Patriots. The crowd has thinned down a little here. (laughs) For the most of the evening, it was standing room only. Yeah, there was a ring of people around it. One wide on the play, Pullman near side. High formation, it's a handoff to Bergman going up the middle, bounced off one would-be tackler, but now the second is dragged down near the 35-yard line for a gain of one and maybe two. Third and eight. Yeah, third and long situation. We'll see if Westwood just decides to keep it on the ground. It's two-down territory anyway. Keep that clock moving. Pullman split left. I formation, two tight ends. We get a whistle and a timeout. Scott Sergela. Well, Westwood will be finding out their playoff destination and opponents Sunday night. The selection show Sunday evening. The Patriots anxious to see who they get and where they will be. Seven and two, chance to host. You look at a couple of forfeits on the schedule, though, that might end up hurting them as far as points playoff and points and what have you. Well, right now, if all things remain the same, they're going to stay ahead of uh, Elk Rapids, the mm-hmm. first-round opponent last year. Um, but we'll uh, we'll see. We'll see if uh, Travis City St. Francis remains in this. One of the favorites, I think, in D6 Absolutely. this year. It sounds like they got a real juggernaut of a team again this year. Storied program down there with a lot of uh, a lot of uh, playoffs and uh, some state championships down there. Um, 
So we'll see. You know, there's also a possibility of Tawas. Um, you know, we've seen them. There's, you know, we don't know what's going to happen, certainly with Nagani. I mean, as it is right now, obviously, it looks like they'd be a 5-4 and four team, um, but they could still potentially get in. A lot of changes that can happen over the over the course of the next couple of days here, but we'll all kind of be watching Sunday one way or another. 11.27 to play, regulation time. Westwood leading 32-0. I-formation, man in motion, Pullman. The lone wideout on the play, he split left. Bergman, the fullback. Pullman in motion, lines up to the right side now. Double tight end set. Hand off to the D-back. Delangelo swarmed in the backfield and dropped for a loss on third down and long. Brings up fourth and longer. Elledge came in there to make the stop. Assisted by Edlemaki. And it's 4th and 11 for Westwood from about the 38. The 11 minute mark, clock rolling. Fourth quarter of play. The latest postseason projections have Westwood as a three seed in a district along with Calumet, Traverse City, St. Francis, and Elk Rapids. Latest pairing projections have Westwood visiting Calumet next week. Play action. Beckman rolling to the left, pressured. He's going to tuck it and run it, looking for the first down. It's going to be close. He's got it. And then some after the fact. He's inside the 10-yard line, finally dragged down. You know, I guess we forgot a little bit about what a healthy Nate Beckman is like because that was all Nate Beckman right there. He was being chased in a backfield, and he ended up with about a 32, 32-yard 32 gain. He was almost nipped in the backfield right there. A couple of downfield blocks. You know, you can see that these kids are are used to Nathan springing it. They never give up on a play. They're putting blocks for him, you know, 20 yards downfield. There was a great block near the first down marker. There was one man who might have had a shot at him near the marker, and I think it was Eric Anderson who laid a fantastic pancake block out. Ten-minute mark, quarter number four, and a whistle blows the play dead. They were handing off to Bergman. It looks like delay a game. Yep, too much time from the Patriots. A few times Westwood's had that tonight, and if there is a flaw in the game, yeah. well, maybe it's that. Matt's made it inside the, you know, twice. It's been inside the ten where it's been first and goal, so you don't have the opportunity, and then you back yourself up. Another first single from the 12 now. <laughs> 10.02 to play, regulation time. I formation. Here's a turn and a handoff to Bergman, who's going up the middle. Spins away from tacklers. Diving <laughs> near the goal line. He's close. No signal yet. I think they're marking him short. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, Bergman with an 11 and a half yard run. Yeah, just that little counter again, and it was stuffed right at the line of scrimmage. But guess what? Ashton Bergman didn't go down. <laughs> and that kid is fun to watch. So 9.36 left to play, quarter number four. Second and goal from the one. Play call relayed in from the sideline. Not your typical Thursday in the UP. We've got high school football. And an uber important game. A lot on the line for these two teams. I formation. Handoff. Bergman pounding forward into the end zone. Touchdown, Westwood. That one's on the backs of the big guys right there. 
He just leaned up against their back, and they took him into the end zone. Big Sam Gillis, Blake Hewitt, Matthew Pavo, Jackson Bidlin. Those were the big guys. Hayden Mann, they just took him into the end zone right there. So Westwood drives 49 yards. That was kept alive by a 32-yard run by Nathan Beckman on fourth down. And they line up for the two-point conversion. And they're just going to take a knee. They're in victory formation. And Westwood decides not to run a play. They just take the knee instead of try the conversion. And it's 38 to nothing, Patriots, with 9-11 to play in regulation time. It has been all Westwood tonight. Second touchdown of the game for Bergman, his first rushing. That's where you start to see a little of the sportsmanship come into play here. A lot of respect between the programs, despite it being a rivalry. Well, you know, and it very easily with all these juniors, you know, we, we live what Nagani is going through. They're just in their junior year of it right now. Um, you know, a tremendous amount of juniors on your varsity football team. We could very well, and that seems to be the the way a lot of the UP football is going, um, you know, we could certainly be back there uh, next year and be in the same situation. Uh, so we understand uh, we understand what that's like. So Westwood up 38-0 with 9-11 to play. As they get set to boot it away from our right to left. Anderson with the approach, sends a low line drive kick, end over end, Sorensen has it, Sorensen bouncing off one would-be tackler, dives forward, he's dragged down at about the 45-yard line. Boy, Sorensen got lucky there, Buzino just missed him. <laughs> that was a miss from Buzino, but he was, coming with, he was coming with the same speed. Tackle made by Bergman. Westwood Patriot football this evening. Looking for a win in week nine. Would be their fifth straight. 8.47 left to play. Clock rolling. The continuous clock with a score uh, larger than 35 points. Westwood goes to the bench a little bit on defense. A few new bodies start to come into the game. We'll keep track of those throughout. Double tight end set. There's a turn and a handoff. The backup's in for Nagani as well. And trying to bounce out to the outside was Sikora. As he took the handoff in the backup quarterback, Jake Larson. Mason Mariuzza is in the ball game for Westwood. Dylan Beebe back from injury. He's out there, a junior on the line. More subs continue to come in. Dakota Rada. Anthony Covio lining up as well. Larson working under center for Nagani. He turns and hands off going up the middle. Sikora stacked up and looks like got back to the original line of scrimmage. Check that, not Sikora. That was Brewer, the ball carrier. Troy Anderson back in the lineup yeah. making a stop after a broken arm earlier in the year. 
Yeah, I love Scott Sergula's telling of that story. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't even know he had it till two days after the injury. <laughs> he said we can, we can leave it alone or you'd be fine or we can do surgery on you and you can be available by the end of the season. He said do the surgery. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a keeper for Larson. He sold everybody and he's got enough for the first down. What well, Jake Larson, the backup quarterback, sells everybody on the fake. 6'2", 180, not a big guy, but he's agile. Second teamers are starting to trickle in and take this game over on both sides. Yeah, I think a crew of 10th grade and a smattering of freshmen are going to join these Patriots here for, for the playoff uh, experience as well. Chad Pullman still in the game as a corner. Adam Heitman now in playing safety. Jacob Adriano still in as a linebacker moving forward. Brewer, the ball carrier, stacked up after a short game. Brings up third and manageable. Anderson in there on the stop as well. A senior who's back for the end of the regular season. Six-minute mark here in the fourth quarter. Larson gets the play call from the sideline. Larson is a big drink of water out there. They got him at 6-2. He's all of that. High formation. One wide on the play. Left-handed quarterback back to pass and overthrows his intended target. Near side, that was Carter Richardson. Clock continues to roll with the 38-point lead. Westwood en route to 7-2. It's like the Ishpeming score is in 46-13 Ishpeming. Mm -hmm. They continue to roll. Big season, Ishpeming. That was I was I watched them play twice. I of course watched them play us. I watched them play Nagani. That's a talented team. A massive line for the division. It looks like they're going to get in an eight. That is a massive line for a Division 8 team. Here's a handoff to the left side, stacked up for a short gain. Newcomer into the ball game, Jonathan Hill was the ball carrier. Not much room. Troy Anderson. Sam Gillis as well. Eric Anderson in on the stop. Hill quickly exits. He's spelled by Brewer. Four and a half minutes to go. It's fourth down and eight. Ball at the 42. Larson brings in the play call from the sideline. Patriots in command, leading 38-0 at the 4:20 mark. One wide near side of the field, that's Richardson. I formation, double tight end set for Larson. He hands off, and oh, check that, he kept it himself. And he's wrapped up by the safety, Heightening short of the first down marker. Westwood takes over on downs as the Good. clock continues to tick down. Good play by Heightening. Good discipline play by Heightening. Boy, even out of the seconds here, uh, Scott Sergio, the seconds, we're seeing some very good football, very good defense. And we'll see that trickle over onto the offensive end as well. Yeah, I wonder if we'll see the 10th grader man at the quarterback position. Looks like they're going to call a timeout. Get organized over there. Well, Westwood takes their second time out of the half. 3.49 to play regulation time. Patriots will wait till Sunday night to find out their playoff destination and opponent. Once again, this broadcast brought to you in part by Eagle Mine, UP Catholic Credit Union, Dave's Collision, and True North Credit Union. Eagle Mine, 
UP Catholic Credit Union, Dave's Collision, and True North Credit Union. Thank you for sponsoring Patriot Athletics here on ESPN-UP and on the ESPN-UP mobile app. Once again, we will be sending it out to Houston. Once we sign off the air tonight, we complete our post-game coverage. Scott Sergela will join us. Get his thoughts on tonight's contest. He's got to be pleased. Then we're out to Minute Maid Park for Game 5 of the ALCS. John Shabby, Jessica Mendoza, Buster Only will have the coverage from Houston. Oh, come on. Could carry water for us. <laughs> we could. We could see. Maybe they'd be open to it. Yeah. Or we could just make the trip down to Milwaukee tomorrow, fill in for Dan there Shulman. There you go. We'll call, uh, we'll call Tom. Tom, guess what? <laughs> If anybody can make it happen, it's Tom Mogan. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, well, a few uh, newcomers into the ballgame for Westwood. Adam Heitman is coming in as the deep back. New quarterback. That's Garrett Mann, the sophomore, works under center. I formation for him, one out wide, two tight ends. Mann turns and hands off. The fullback goes up the middle. Stacked up after his short game, that's Troy Anderson. Gets a nice ovation from the yeah, crowd. His huge, first game. Troy just excited to be playing football. First game back from injury. Yeah. Elijah Kaiser made the stop for Nagani. Three and a half minute mark. Quarter number four. One wide in the play. Mariuzza. Lines up to the far side nearest the Patriots sideline. I formation. Double tight end set. There's a turn and a handoff. Heighten in a burst of speed to the right side. Dives forward. He's dragged down after a minimal gain. Brings up third and five in the 45. Time continues to tick away. Patriots are that much closer to seven and two. Elijah Kaiser, Michael Delangelo coming to the game on the defensive line for Nagani. 38-0 Westwood in command. One wide on the plane, that's Dylan Beatty to the far side of the field. High formation, two tight ends for man. He's waiting for that hand to go in the air. Four down lineman for Nagani. Man on the hard count, takes a snap, hands off Anderson. Anderson busting oh, off one would-be tackler across midfield. He's got oh, oh, he's, he's got six. Gone. Troy Anderson, his first game back from injury, 55-yard house call. Oh. And Westwood getting everybody involved tonight. Oh, that is so great for Troy Anderson. Tough kid, agreed to come back. Got a chance to score a touchdown. 55-yard run on third down and five with 2.15 to go in this football game. Westwood leads at 44 to nothing. How many yards was that? 55. 55. The jumbo set for the two-point conversion. One wide, it's Mariuzza. He lines up to the far side, and man just takes the knee. 44-0 Westwood. It has been all Patriots tonight. Couldn't have asked for a much better Week 9 contest to send you into the postseason. Once again, once we go final, we'll have Scott Sergel up here on headset, get his thoughts on the game tonight. Don't forget to tune in to tomorrow's Football Coaches Show, Friday afternoons at 3 and 5, sandwiching the sports pen. 
Three of our area coaches will have already played. Two of them in our contest tonight. We'll get their thoughts on tonight's game. And we'll preview Marquette and Gwynn football tomorrow with Dave LaHillier and Dion Brown. 2.15 left in this one. Dion Brown, nice job. The Gwynn model towners this year has got him in position to get into the playoffs, and they are excited there. He does a great job mm-hmm. out there. They are, they're lucky to have Dion out there. Always love talking to him because yeah. you can tell the passion that <laughs> yeah. he has for the he's, game. He's so entertaining. He must have been an electric uh, mm-hmm. player to have. You know, I know he made his mark down at Northern, but uh, he's just an electric personality to be around. A lot of energy. Well, Westwood set to boot it away with 2.15 left in regulation. Fifty-five yard touchdown run by Troy Anderson. Four different players with scores denied for Westwood. And this kick barely leaves the tee by yeah. Eric Anderson. That's gonna get the flag out. I, I think uh that was a Charlie Brown miss or yep. did the wind blow that? I, I don't know if he just shanked it. Call it or I think it the wind blew it off the tee as he was going to hit it. That might have been what happened. He made contact, so that's going to be the body yep. ball right there. Best starting field position of the night for Nagani. They do toss the flag. The call being the same as an onside kick that doesn't go 10 yards. He must have made contact with it if yeah. the wind blew it up. But. Yeah. I think he, I think you have to stop as a kicker is what they tell you, and I don't think I don't think Eric was able. Could you imagine if that happened in a one-score game right now? (laughs) (laughs) One wide on the play. Richardson lines up to the near side. A handoff to the fullback going up the middle for a minimal gain. That's Sikora. Gets to about the 40-yard line. Brings up second and seven. Two-minute mark. Clock rolling quarter number four. I thought we had two. I thought we had a Nagani player down. It looks like their spikes hooked up. <laughs> I was like, oh, not at this point. No. Not, in, not in a game like this. I don't see anybody down. Larson brings in the plank off on the sideline. Brewer enters the game as the deep back. Richards is in the wide out to the near side of the field. Four Patriots. Larson turns, pitches to the deep back, sick a run. He slides down before making contact with Hayden Mann. Kind of a high pitch. He got up around yep. the shoulders. He went to make one move, and his feet went right out from underneath him. Minute 17 left to play. 44 nothing. Westwood. Moments away from becoming 7-2. Nagani will fall to 5-4. and four. They will have to wait until Sunday and hope they can get in on the bubble. Tyler Hinsela into the ballgame. Gotti continues to go a little deeper into the bench. 52 seconds to play. Clock continues to roll. One out wide in the play. There's a turn and a handoff to Hill going up the middle. Hill reaches the 40-yard line. Stretches forward just past it. And it brings up fourth down at about six with 30 seconds to play. See how big of a hurry Nagani is in to try and get another playoff. Brewer comes in from the sideline replacing Hill. Final 20 seconds of regulation. 
Yanni not hustling up to the line. Here comes Larson with the play call. Looks like they got one called. Yep, they're going to try one. Fourth and five. Three seconds left. they got to hurry to get it off. They do. Larson, hands off. Up the middle, stacked up for a short gain, and that is all she wrote. That's going to do it. Final score here in Nagani. Westwood, 44. Nagani, nothing. Not the game we were expecting, but certainly a final score that we'll take. Westwood wins in blowout fashion. They make a statement here in week nine. And they lead wire to wire, 44 nothing victory, and they will cruise into the playoffs at 7-2. So we'll take a timeout. We'll come back. We'll recap this thing. We'll hear from Scott Sergula. All that and more coming up as we get set for the post-game show right here on ESPN-UP and the ESPN-UP app. Are you looking for a new vehicle with a payment that fits your budget? UP Catholic Credit Union is here to help. The Payment Saver Program is a low payment alternative to a traditional loan or lease. It offers lower monthly payments, no down payment, and a flexible loan term that ranges from 36 to 72 months. It's a perfect fit for anyone looking for a vehicle five years old and newer. Call UP Catholic Credit Union or visit us online for more information about the newest, easiest way to be in the car of your dreams. Get caught up on all the Friday night football action with our Saturday morning coaches show. Wake up with us every Saturday morning at 9, and you'll hear straight from your favorite coaches about last night's game. You'll get the best analysis in town on all the big plays and dramatic finishes. Why wait until Monday when you can tune into the Saturday morning coaches show, kicking off at 9 a.m. only on ESPN UP. It's time for the Westwood Patriots post-game show on ESPN-UP, the only place for instant analysis and coaches' interviews. Welcome you back to Nagani Tanner Hoops. Dave Bowes on the call. Delighted that you're with us in a great night for the Westwood Patriots football team. 44-0 winners over arch-rival Nagani this evening. Here's how it happened. Westwood set the tone three plays into the ball game. A minute 47 was all they needed to score. A third down and five play in which Ashton Bergman connected with a 68-yard touchdown pass from Nathan Beckman. He rolled over top of a Nagani minor, stayed on his feet, never hit the ground, and he rumbles into the end zone to give Westwood an early 8-0 lead. Nathan Beckman with a four-yard touchdown run later in the quarter, capping off a 58-yard scoring drive. And later, Jacob Adriano with a 14-yard touchdown reception on fourth and goal. That came with 6.31 to play in the first half, capping off a 50-yard drive after a fumble on special teams. Westwood would take a 24-0 lead into the half and would continue to build on it from there. Nathan Beckman, a 14-yard touchdown run with 3.10 to play in the third quarter, capping a 53-yard scoring drive. The two-point conversion gave Westwood a 32 to nothing lead. Then a one-yard touchdown run for Ashton Bergman. It was set up by a 32-yard run on fourth down from Beckman. Came with 9-11 to play in the fourth quarter, and Westwood just took a knee on the two-point conversion, led 38-0, and then Troy Anderson, my favorite moment of the game day, 55-yard touchdown run. He broke three on third down and medium, 2:15 left in the game. He works his way back after breaking his arm earlier this season, and he gets through to the end zone. Westwood takes a 44-0 lead. That ends up being the final score. Only two-point conversions they missed tonight were the ones they chose not to run just by taking these. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that was 
You know, we had those first two, you know, you always get that first one to make it 8 nothing. so, you know, it's got to be a full score to get out ahead of There, It seemed like no answers uh, in the Ghani Miners here tonight. And, uh, you know, basically the Patriots did as they wanted. And, you know, remember, that was that was 38 nothing uh, with a short time to go, and uh, seconds picked up that last one. But that was real conservative play calling in that second half from the Patriots, so it was uh, it was certainly uh, a lot of dominance on behalf of the Patriots here tonight. Westwood will go into the postseason having not been scored on since week four. That is 122 unanswered points since the last points allowed by the Patriot defense. I mean, that's going to be something to hang your head on. Yeah, and the two teams that you beat are both undefeated. Mm-hmm. You know, you got a juggernaut of an Ishmael team that's going to be down in Division Eight. You got a two-point game to Calumet. In both of those games, we were banged up, so I think you know, in some ways, we flew under the radar a little bit there for uh, some of these teams. And uh, I think, you know, I got to think that's how the Patriot coaching staff is not not too uh, worried about that. I think they kind of like the fact that, uh, you know, maybe we're not uh, hanging out in front there. So no, I'm sure they wouldn't have it any other way and probably wouldn't have had tonight go any other way. A 44 nothing win over an Agani team that I still believe is a playoff team. Westwood just has a knack of making good teams look bad. They did that to Hancock and kind of derailed their season a little bit. Lance was playing okay by the time Westwood played them, went up there and shut them out. Westwood just disrupts teams and makes them uh, look out of sorts, not able to do what they want. And that's what you're going to need when you get to teams like Calumet. They'd love another shot at them and then maybe St. Francis. Yeah, definitely. You know, Calumet is uh, is always so good at preparing too. Uh, you know, I have a lot of respect for their for their coach John Crows up there and what he does. He's come down to this Nagani field a few times in the last few years and made it really difficult to Nagani in the playoffs. Um, you know, he does his studies and, uh, you know, he makes sure he's prepared when his kids, uh, when his kids are ready to go. So, uh, yeah, I think we're, I think we're getting coach. Yep, we'll get Scott Sergela coming up here shortly. We'll get his thoughts on tonight's contest. A lot to like about what his team did tonight, not only, offensively, defensively, all three facets with special teams. They were out there making plays, the unintentional onside kick recovery. That's just opportunistic, you know, They and they cash in on it. So Yeah, and it's kids playing heads up like they have all year, you know, and playing fast and uh, uh, starting to have a little bit of fun. You don't want a Westwood team that starts to have a little bit of fun out there because that is a that is going to be a tough opponent for you. Um, you know, they start uh, – they start flying around the football field, and you can see the smiles from here, and that's uh, you're in for a long night, and that was kind of what started to happen here. The unsung hero of the night, Chad Pullman. You know, he got called for a pass interference that we we shouldn't have happened. Yeah. He did a great job one-on-one against one of the best and fastest players in the UP. Yeah, you know, just a, an incredible talent in, uh, in Duchesne, and I thought that, uh, you know, Mr. Pullman did a great job on him and, uh, you know, really was with him all over the field, and then he was with him on um, when he was on offense. They were a mirror to each other here for most of the night. So, um, you know, that's a, that's a tough uh, – you draw the short straw when you get Duchesne all night long. So uh, I think he did a good job. I got, I got to believe that uh, Coach Sergler was, was proud of that performance. We'll take our last time out. We'll get Coach Sergler on headset after this. This is the ESPN-UP postgame show on ESPN-UP and the ESPN-UP app.
Dave's Collision and Ishpeming specializes in scratch and dent repair as well as other major collision repairs, including metalwork, painting, and collision-related mechanical work. Dave's uses quality Exalta paint to ensure a clean, shiny, color match finish. With over 26 years of experience, Dave, with the help of his qualified staff, has the knowledge to restore your vehicle to pre-accident condition. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Call 485-1211. That's 485-1211. Here at True North Federal Credit Union, we want to teach kids how to save responsibly right from the get-go. That's why we offer the Kirby Kangaroo Club to ages 0 through 12. The Kirby Kangaroo Club teaches kids how to save responsibly by offering them a punch for every $5 deposited into their account. They can then redeem those punches for fabulous prizes. We also offer the Claim Your Youth program to ages 13 through 17. The Claim Your Youth program teaches teens how to save responsibly by offering prizes for net deposits into their account. It's all available at True North Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. ESPNUP.com just got a makeover. Get on the web and check out the new look of our website. It's now easier than ever to see the latest local sports news. Catch up on episodes of the Sports Pen and listen to past Westwood Patriot games. See it for yourself at ESPNUP.com. Your new and improved source for all things UP sports. You're listening to the Westwood Patriots post-game show on ESPN-UP. Back to Nagani Tanner, who's joined by Scott Sergela, head coach of the victorious Westwood Patriots this evening. 44-0 the final over Nagani. Coach, uh, it wasn't what I was expecting necessarily, a 44-0 win. Nagani's a good team, and for whatever reason, your team does a great job at making good teams look out of sorts about uh, your initial thoughts from tonight well uh you know it didn't i knew it was going to be a battle and and, and it was and, and you know we just we had a lot of things go our way tonight and uh you know we uh you know in the second half on that first drive to keep uh you know the drive alive um you know we got the boot and he put it over the outside linebacker's head barely uh, Jacob made a great catch and you know we had we had some things go our way we ended up to uh, get the kickoff um, you know and it kind of snowballed from there but uh, tell you what that that's they're a young team they got a lot of juniors on that team too and and uh, we just beat a really good football team and uh, uh, I can't say enough you know about our kids and uh, um, very happy with our coaching staff I thought uh, they prepared our kids well um, and um, they, they did a great job. They really did. Third play from scrimmage, a 68-yard touchdown to Ashton Bergman. How much did that change the tone of the game? Well, it's you know, you come out the opening drive, and, um, you know, we weren't quite sure in certain formations that we were running what, what they were going to do. And, um, you know, if they sometimes they go to a 50, sometimes they go to a 40 look. And, you know, so we were we were trying a few different things out. And, uh, uh, you know, that's that's one that's just waggle and, uh, um, for us. And, uh, Ashton was able to get open. Um, Bex did a great job of reading the outside linebacker. He came and dumped it over his head, and uh, Ashton broke some tackles. And, and uh, you know, when you start off like that, and then, you know, uh, they came out, you know, they punched us, and they were driving a little bit, and we were able to, we, we, we were, we were able to slow down uh, what they wanted to do. And, uh, you know, they tried to go to Deshane. I thought we did. Uh, Chad Pullman, I tell you what, I can't say enough about him, uh, did one heck of a job tonight. Deshane is a very, very, very good receiver. And, uh, um, you know, I, I'm not sure how many catches or a catch I think he might have had, uh, you know, maybe had a couple. But to limit him to that, um, you know, and to hold Waterman 
um, you know, to what he did. And, um, uh, you know, they got a big fullback and they got good tight ends. So, you know, our, every kid on our defense, I thought, did an absolutely tremendous job and did their job. And, um, you know, and that's, that's how we got to play. How about your offensive line play? They continue to show no mercy up there. Yeah, you know, it, it, it uh, uh, starts with Sam Gillis, um, Blake Hewitt, um, and uh, Hayden. And then uh, I tell you what, you know, I was really happy uh, for Pavel, Matt Pavel tonight, our center. He's, he's a smaller, statured kid, but, you know, he's got a heart of gold. And, and uh, you know, Jackson Vidlin is our, is our other guard there too. And, uh, you know, those front five, um, you know, we, we, got a, we got a couple of juniors sprinkled in there. And um, with Jackson and uh, with Matt Pavel. And, uh, you know, we challenged them this week in practice saying, hey, you're going to have some big fellas in front of you. And, you know, you got to stay in your technique and stay down. And uh, I tell you what, they did one heck of a job. They really did. I'm really proud of those two. And, you know, and, of course, Blake and, and Sam and Hayden, uh, they've been there for us all year. And, you know, our line's starting to gel now. And uh, if we can get that gelling part of it down and, um, you know, um, we're, we're going to be all right, I think. Your team has won five straight games going into the playoffs, haven't been scored on since week four, 122 unanswered points racked up by your offense in that time. What's your defense doing so well right now? Uh, well, we had a couple forfeits in there, so well, we got to take those. <laughs> but, uh, you know, um, yeah, it, it, our defense is playing well, especially, you know, a Nagani minor team that put up 26 on Ishperming. Um, and, uh, you know, they've been scoring a lot of points, a lot, a lot of points. And, um, you know, uh, we had to come in and do our job and take care of business. And, uh, you know, it was it's a tough atmosphere. You're playing at home. Nagani's fighting for their playoff lives. Um, you know, and we had a uh, few things early on kind of go our way and it kind of snowballed from there. And I was really proud of our kids. I thought we played a complete game uh, tonight. And, uh, you know, I, I, I got to say something to Troy Anderson. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's been out all year. And uh, we just ran a simple dive play. But, he, you know, he made a great cut. And, uh, you know, it, uh, it was very proud of him. It, uh, he's a great kid. Uh, his brother's on the team, too. And, you know, he's able to kind of score at the end. I thought it was pretty fitting. And, and uh, you know, we weren't trying to run up the score or anything just by just running a dive in that. But for that kid being out all year, being a senior, um, you know, it's, it's a feather in his hat. And uh, Troy's a great kid. Um, you know, it, uh, so, yeah, it, uh, it, was, it was a great job by our kids. Take me into the sideline when uh, Troy came back after the score. Oh, our kids ran out to him and, you know, it, uh, ran out to him. They were happy for him. You know, they know that he's a good person. They're around him every single day. And, you know, I tell you what, he came to every single practice. He showed up. He, uh, when he could start running again and, and getting in shape and things like that, he started, he's like, what, what do I do today, coach? And, you know, he did those things. And uh, he's at practice every day going hard. And at, uh, I couldn't be more proud of him. Well, now you're off until Sunday. You find out who your opponent is. What do you do in the meantime? How do you uh, look forward to not knowing who you get? Well, um, you know, it, it's uh, that's the playoffs right now, and this year it's a little bit different. You know, you got a couple of, a lot of different things actually going on, and, and we're not quite sure where we're going to be. And you know, we could go any Traverse City, St. Francis, and uh, um, you know, we we had to do the best possible job that we could do tonight, and that's and take care of what we had to do, what's in front of us. And I thought we did that. Um, you know, we're going to get together uh, on Sunday. We always do that for our selection show. Uh, we're going to get together and um, as a team, and I, I, you know, our, our, it's a kind of a football family. I like it, and uh, you know, our parents come and things like that, and we get pizza for the kids, and um, you know, and, and uh, you know, that's a, that's a celebration. That's a 
you know, a lot of hard work there, and those those kids have earned it. And so we'll do that. And once we find out uh, who it's going to be, and we might know a little bit more after tomorrow's games, um, you know, then we'll try to start getting film and start preparing right away. Coach, thanks so much for stopping up. We'll talk to you Sunday at the selection show. Sure. I got to say one thing. I, I told my daughter uh, and my kids that I would say hi to them tonight. So uh, Sophie, uh, Ty, Jake, and Jenna, and, of course, my wife, if you guys are listening, uh, that Daddy says hi. Thanks so much for listening. The Sergio family back in Westwood uh, area, Ishpeming, what have you. Coach Scott Sergio, his team winners tonight, 44 nothing, and uh, his team heading to the postseason with a 7-2 and record. That should do it for our broadcast here tonight. Once again, the final score, Westwood 44, Nagani nothing. The Patriots roll to a 7-2 finish in the regular season. Well, signing off from Nagani High School, for Dave Bowes, Thomas Dunstan, our in-studio producer and engineer, my name's Tanner Hoofs. Join us next week and site to be determined. From now, uh, we will send you out to Houston. Game 5 of the ALCS right here on ESPN-UP and the ESPN-UP mobile app.